I don't care if you're knocking fools out at the Holiday Inn. This is Black and Black Times Infinity. I am your boy, Blue, coming to you live and direct from the stack. Smoke me out, fam, with some dank shit. On my far left, it's the oldest ninja in the world. Oh, ninja. Bob had bitch fish. I'm gonna make drink, spill my drink. <laughs> and on the far right, mixing out on ones and twos is Kronos. When life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. Toss us a vodka, then you got a drink. You'll be all right. Damn. You know what I'm <clears throat> That's my kind of party. Here we are, back at it again, fellas. Uh, Stitch is out there patrol, protecting the city. Making sure Actually, everybody's Stitch, Stitch might pop in. He might sneak oh. in here. He might sneak up in here like thief in the night. So keep an eye out or keep an ear open. Yeah. He's going to bust in like an undercover brother. He's going to bust in like a like Kool-Aid man. Uh, <laughs> it'd be yeah. funny if he Probably was overweight, but he's not overweight. He's he's pretty skinny. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm yeah. sorry. He's average size. He's not skinny. He's just a normal size dude. I'm right. He's skinny. Okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but oh, and then uh, Prodigy is still running from the meta police and uh, running for the food. Yeah, he's running. He's either running towards Fruita or running to some kind of food authority. I don't know. Yeah, Zuck put, me, Zuck put me into his office like, hey, we need to you find him. I'm like, I don't know anything, man. I don't know. <laughs> Who are you talking about? He's all, do you know this person? Wait, what are you talking about? He's all, swear to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I will do some quick statistics. Yeah. Some Sash. quick statistics, yes. Um, listener of the week would be Sash. Thank you very much for listening. We definitely appreciate it. Uh, Wait, slash is in the guitars? Sash is in S A S H. Sash. Oh, okay. Like a thing you you wear, like a sash, a sachet. Mm-hmm. Sash. Uh, nobody. Wait, is, is it? Go ahead. No, is it slash? Uh, is he biracial? Is he like? Yes, like he is mixed. White slash. He is mixed, and I mean Tom Morello, the guitarist from Rage Against the Machine, he full on says that slash is black, and they have an album together, and their kids perform together. So, I literally I, just learned this yesterday. I don't know if I ever even heard Slash talk. Really? I just know that he has some. Oh. he has some uh, fantastic hair. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, he always hair. has a top hat, and uh, I remember the time he was on um, Love Line. That was awesome. He was on Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, I, was, I, was, I came across this video. Sorry about the video that talks about how like uh, black people start created rock and roll. Which is mm. true, and uh, yeah, at the end they just said, "Oh yeah, Slash is black," and just and dropped the mic there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tom Morello does the same thing. So uh, Tom Morello, he has a show on Sirius FM. Um, I forget the name, but he runs it. I think once a week, and he basically, I mean, without saying it, he basically covers black history through rock and roll, and he will drop like knowledge and stuff and his own experience. And then he'll like play like some, you know, rock that's probably by an up and coming African American artist, as well as artists that he likes, as well as like projects that he's working on. It's actually a really good show. He drops a lot of really great knowledge on his shows. I highly, highly recommend. Yeah, it's that's, that's, uh, that's really cool. I didn't know that at all. That's uh, oh, yeah, it's it's like it's like at a weird time, it's like Sunday night or something on is serious. Oh, um, it's, no, I knew that part. I didn't know Slash was. Oh, or at least oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He because like 
on the show. That's why I I found out from Tom Morello, and then he has like a little snippet about like him and uh, Slash talking about you know being black in the music industry and like the song, the kind of music they wanted to make versus what people wanted to make. It's actually really insightful. He talks about a lot of knowledge about being in, in the music industry um, in the '90s and stuff. It's it's really good. I guess it's kind of hard to tell because uh, you only see like a sliver of his face. Yeah, like he always has sunglasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and a hat, top hat, and then he wears it low. And then there's hair. The other hair, his hair covers the rest of his face. <laughs> yeah. All right, anyway, um, y'all heard the the ding or the bloom, whatever thing no. in the background. Y'all well, probably did the, the, the listener. No, I didn't. The audience did. Yeah, that was from uh, Clay. Thank you very much. Really appreciate it. First in the chat would be Warrior Fella. Definitely appreciate that. So thank you very much. Who's listening? Listen, he listened to us in class, so hopefully he have headphones on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't get busted. So, yeah, I found this chick and I was like, no. <laughs> Damn. All right. Um, you so if you want to know what we're talking about, listen to us. That, that, uh, what was his name? Dave Chappelle. He set up that joke. He told the he told the actual oh, yeah. Yeah. punchline. Yeah. Uh, he was punching the pussy or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. she was hilarious. But, but the, 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 he also had this other skit on the show where like, like you you can't act people with their political views. And this guy's like, he's like talking about what he did to his wife last night. Yeah. But then he goes, "Hey man, who did you vote for?" He's like, "What? Are you asking who I voted for?" <coughs> so yeah, I was I had a bit over. He's like, "What?" The hell? <laughs> Uh, you can talk about heinous sexual acts with your partner, yeah. but you can't talk about what political affiliation you are. You can't talk about that, and you can't talk about how much money you make. I mean, you can. So two you can. subjects. You can do whatever you want, just face consequences. So. Mm. All right, All we got right. some RIPs. That we do. Yeah, we do. I actually added a few quick that ones was on Rampage this week. Yeah. Well, every week, really. Um, <clears throat> we're going to start out. Uh, let me pour out some Mickeys for our daily departed. Uh, we're going to start with Peter Robbins, <clears throat> known as being the original voice actor for the character of Charlie Brown. Uh, he started voicing Charlie Brown at the age of nine. Uh, he, yeah. Uh, he battled lifelong mental illness, struggled with addiction, and had several run-ins with the law as an adult. Um, his family reported that he died after committing suicide at the age of 65. Next up, we have Meatloaf, born Marvin Lee Aday, uh, Grammy Award-winning musical artist who actually initi- initially he struggled to gain success in the U.S. The key to his success was his popularity in the U.K. His Bat Out of, Bat Out of Hell trilogy of albums was a huge success in Britain and in Ireland, even though the first album was released in 1977 and the trilogy ended in 2006. Uh, his most notable single is I, I Do Anything for Love. Uh, I will do anything for love, but I won't his, do that. <laughs> he's appeared in 50 films and TV shows oh, most shit. of the time. Yeah, most of the time he's one. Uh, some of the more notable films uh, and shows that he was in, uh, the Rocky Horror Picture Show, both in the film and on Broadway, uh, Hair, both on on and off Broadway, Spice World, Black Dog, Fight Club, WWE Raw, and the Celebrity Apprentice Show. 
uh, he was critical of restrictions brought about in reaction to COVID-19 pandemic, uh, telling Pittsburgh Post-Gazette in August of 2021, I hug people in the middle of COVID, I understand stopping life for a little while, but they cannot continue to stop life because of politics. Uh, he was opposed to mass mandates and compulsory vaccination, described a person who called for people on airplane, airplanes to wear masks, uh, a Nazi, and power man. Meatloaf then said, if I die, I die, but I'm not going to be controlled. He died at the age of 74 due to complications from COVID-19. He was in the totally. of making my beer. I mean, <laughs> death, I mean, death controlled you in the end. So it's unfortunate mm-hmm. that he died like, like that. There's been so many people that have been like anti, you know, COVID, anti-restriction, anti-vax, and they're dying of COVID. I wonder what they're thinking of as they're dying. Like, nah. I can't imagine, like, the possibility of being that wrong on something. But at the same time, I mean, I guess at this point in time, you're free to fucking die like that. But, you know, I still keep going back to if you infect others, like, I understand if you do something to yourself, it only affects you. But this this is a thing that's rare to where you can infect other people and they can die too. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was it? That, what was his name? The uh, po- uh, political guy. Uh, Trump? No. <laughs> the one that like Trump kind of left out to dry. Oh, uh, the Marcello guy? No, not that guy. No, he died of COVID-19. He was an anti-vaxxer. We talked about him on the podcast last year because he, he was anti-everything and then he caught it. Uh, what was it? Herman? Was it, was it Herman? Oh, uh, Herman Cain. Or, was it yeah, Cain? Herman Cain. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he died from COVID, and he was against it. Went to a rally, no mask, caught it. Was sick for like a month, then he died. Quite yeah, terrible. It's, it's a, I don't know. People, like I said, you're free to do what you want, but consequences. Consequences. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, <clears throat> we have Louis Anderson, stand-up comedian, TV host, and film actor, with four decade four decades of work in the uh, film industry. Uh, he had a cartoon series called Life with Louie from 1998. <laughs> uh, he hosted the revived Family Feud before Steve Harvey took over. Uh, his stand-up comedy was more family-friendly friendly out of respect for his mom and his grandmother. Uh, he starred in what are now classic movies, such as Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Coming to America, Baby's Kids, and Coming to America, the sequel, which was his final uh, film role. Uh, he appeared in popular TV shows such as Nash Bridges, Scrubs, The Grim Adventures of Bill and Mandy, Drunk History, and Young Shelton. Uh, he won an Emmy for his performance as a mom to twin adult sons in the FX TV series Baskets. And he has since been nominated two more times for that particular role. Uh, he died from complications of a type of non hopkins lymphoma at the age of 68. <clears throat> And then, uh, quick. Wait, quick. Or, I was yeah, gonna say, I, I, I thought he passed away a couple years ago. No, he passed away a few days ago. Yeah, I think I always get him. I get him mixed up with. Um, I was say a guy from Roseanne, but that guy is still alive too. Yeah, I still. Oh, played Dan. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't think. I think cocaine's uh, probably keeping him alive. That's a joke. God dang! I figured cocaine would help him die faster. I mean, it depends. You cannot run death if you're on enough coke. Damn. <laughs> uh, John Goodman. John Goodman's the name of your yeah, name. John Goodman, yeah. Oh, that's, I'm thinking yeah. of uh, the other guy. Not John Goodman. He, I don't think he was on 
Cool. Yeah, I don't the other think guy he definitely was. Tom Arnold. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, I'm pretty Tom sure. Arnold, yeah. I'm pretty sure Tom Arnold stopped doing coke though, because he's probably doing some whacked out shit. But is coke still doing him? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I guess we'll find out. You can't say goodbye to me. <laughs> so some quick little some quick ones I'm gonna run through really quick. Um, Ian Alexander Jr., the only child of Virginia King, he was a DJ. He committed suicide earlier this week at the age of 26. Uh, Hudson Madsen, the oldest son of star Michael Madsen, he committed suicide also at the age of 26 a few days ago. And then Naveem Nesta Ali Shane O'Connor, 17-year-old son of Sinead O'Connor, committed suicide days after he went missing from an Irish hospital suicide watch ward. His death was announced on January 8th. It's just fucking impressive, man. What about uh, Regina King's? Did you already say that one? Yeah, yeah. Ian, Ian Alexander Jr. That was the first one. Okay, I didn't. I didn't hear the King part. But maybe his last name was King. So. Yeah, her only when child. You, that was when you guys uh, post that in the chat. I was like, "What? Regina King died? She committed?" So I did. I did not see the son. I just read oh, yeah. Regina King suicide. Yeah, but, her, uh, super sad and weird kind of coincidence that her son and Michael Madsen's son, same age, both died the same way. That's well, not the same way per se, but they both committed suicide. So that's three suicides in our IPs. Mm-hmm. God damn. Alright, no. Four. Four suicides. Four? Yes, yeah, so the first one was suicide and the last three were suicides. The last three? Okay. No, well the last three? I thought it was just now, Ian Michael Jr., okay. Hudson Matson, and Naveem Nessa Ali Shane O'Connor, as well as Peter Robbins. Sorry. All I was tripping. I was looking something up. I was trying to communicate with uh, with Dan. Uh, oh, I see. There. The, the one thing about uh, Sinead O'Connor's son, he, he, he committed suicide on the 8th, which I didn't pick up, <clears throat> but pointing out that a lot of these celebrities have lost a lot of their children at fairly young ages, unfortunately. Yeah, I was fucked up. You said, "All right." Anyway, um, I can bring it up I'm a gonna, little bit, maybe. Are you yeah, I was say since you were talking about Papa Bear. Yeah, yeah, because I was talking to him actually about what we're going to talk about right now because we're still setting things up, which is kind of fucking crazy. So anyway, um, I think last week I talked about how I'm on the board of directors for a new nonprofit uh, called Rescue Residents, and um. I think the next day, um, Papa Bear uh, sent me and the other board member like a, a text, and um, he was bidding on. He was trying to see how it works to get a like to bid on a vehicle from uh, a certain website for an mm. ambulance because it's a place that uh, uh, has an auction site for ambulances, and so he he bid in like I think like a little over like five thousand dollars. Just to see how like the alerts worked and like how 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 all these other things worked in the process, he definitely didn't think that he was going to win the bid on this ambulance. He ends up winning the bid, so yeah. <laughs> we're like, okay, um, what the fuck? <laughs> like, first of all, uh, yeah, okay, we got the bid, so we went into like kind of scramble mode, scramble mode, like, hey, we need to like raise some money for this, and you know, where is it? Um, it's in Ohio, which is lucky because that's where Matt from Pre-Recorded Live lives. And so does uh, Becky and, and Joe. And so immediately, you know, I, I hit up um, while Papa Bear is trying to figure out, like, 
setting up like donation sites and shit. Uh, I'm talking to to Matt. I'm like, hey man, um, I need some help. Like, <laughs> we're gonna get this ambulance. How far is it from you? It's like two hours away from him. And so he graciously uh, offered his help in uh, picking up the ambulance because it runs, which is amazing. Um, and then uh, putting it in a safe place um, for a couple of weeks or months, however long it takes me and Papa Bear to get out there. Probably be a couple months because we want to get we want to get it um, taken to a mechanic Retrofit. to get some. Oh, yeah. uh, well, we want to make sure they can actually drive all the way back from Ohio to Yucca Valley, which is like Death Valley in California. So it's it's really far away where we have to drive. So it's over. I think it's probably like around three thousand miles, maybe more. Um, so we want to make sure oh, that, that I can, that I can make that. that trip. Yeah. You can look it up if you want. I, I'm pretty sure it's around 3,000 miles. So, yeah. So, that happened. And um, this is all in the middle of... So, we already started the process. Uh, well, Papa Bear, he started the process of uh, setting up the company as like a 5013C, which is uh, basically a nonprofit. So, people can donate to us and write off their donations to our our company. But that's still all going through LegalZoom and the IRS. So right now we're in we're, we're pending for 5013C status, um, but it's guaranteed through LegalZoom. So it shouldn't take too long to get through that. So if anybody donates now, um, at the end of the year, we will find all the people that donated to us and then send out the actual 5013C information so that they can make it tax deductible if that's a concern for you. Because I know some people, when you donate, you want to make sure you can write it off on your taxes because um, that definitely helps. So... So yeah, our, we started this thing and we kind of hit the ground running, even though we didn't really want to do that. And now we're, uh, Papa Bear has us involved with like a whole bunch of uh, homeless uh, organizations where he lives um, to get on like various committees to like see how all these things are involved to like how we can get funding. I know we have meetings for... Um, a person that has to do with grants uh, early next month. Uh, we have a whole bunch of other things that we have to do, and we're setting it all up. And we, luckily, over the past week, we've raised pretty much enough money to cover the basic ambulance. But we also need to cover um, however much it'll cost to um, possibly repair it, to get a mechanic to look at it, at least get it, you know, um, a tune-up, stuff like that. So... I will put in the description of this podcast the information of Rescue Residents. Um, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, Rescue Residents is a nonprofit that is set up to specifically help out homeless veterans um, find a home. So our thing is to identify homeless veterans and then get them into an RV um, onto a RV park. And we're going to have a central, lo- central location first in Yucca Valley, which we're still setting up. And we're going to retrofit old ambulances uh, for these veterans. And then they will have their central location will be at an RV park um, somewhere around the, around the country. And that will give them the physical address so if they need to get a job. One of the hardest things for people to do to get a job um, if you're homeless is actually having a physical address. So that's one of the things that we identified yeah. first uh, to help uh, veterans. And one of the other things we identified is that if you happen to have a skill set um, in a place where you live that doesn't pay you enough money to make a living wage then what do you do and you don't have any money and you have no way to get somewhere else well the rv will help so we're going to help them um get give give them an rv and then if they have a skill set that that won't give them a living wage where they live 
then we will um, find a job for them in another region and then set them up in an RV park in that region. So that way they can, you know, use their skill set somewhere else where they can actually thrive. So that, that's, that's the basic premise of what we're trying to do with, with, with rescue residents. So um, I found out this the hard way about if you don't have a physical address, it's actually hard to get a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like a, a bank account. It was super hard to get a bank account if you did not have a physical address. Getting a job, like, depending on the job, sometimes they'll be like, hey, if you have a P.O. box, we'll use that as your address. Some places won't accept that. Yeah. They're like, you need, like, a, a residential address. So, like, that's actually something I had to struggle with, like, years ago. <clears throat> but as far as financial institutions, it's different now. Because now you can use stuff like um, Venmo, Cash App. They can basically be like a bank account for you because you can just put money on there and then like they'll send you a card and you can use it like a Visa or debit card pretty much. So it's a little little easier to kind of manage money when once they start getting money in, you know, with the job or whatnot. But yeah. hopefully, I mean, and it's kind of easy to get a cell phone now, like. You can either get like a cricket or whatever, and there's like it, it programs. Most. Yeah, but there's also programs that give out free phones. Yeah. I know. Uh, I know there's one near us. They like give phones to the homeless. Like they just donate them and they show them how to like link up. Uh, they call it. Some people call it the Obama phone, but it's usually like phones for like the elderly. But I guess if you're homeless, you can get on the same program. So there's a lot of resources out there. Um, but then I'm also with like. With like PO boxes, like a lot of the times, so these post offices will be like packed, so it's hard to get a PO box. Like it's yeah, well, it's, you got it's very hard to get PO box. And I guess they changed their payment system because you used to pay once a month, and I guess they don't do that anymore, or something. They do some they do some weird like tiers or something now. So no. I don't know. I haven't had a PO box in a while. So well, either way, I mean, having a physical address at a place will definitely fix that a lot that of issue. stuff. So yeah. that, that was like I think it was like. We had like two main issues that we had um, to like help solve these things, and I think that was that was number one. Um, so, I have high hopes uh, for this nonprofit. Uh, we're learning a lot. Um, I'm already doing a bunch of research, and I, I think Papa Bear has been going 100 miles per hour, um, doing mm -hmm. a whole bunch of stuff, um, making a whole bunch of phone calls. There's a whole bunch of emails and just communications back and forth with various organizations, and we're trying to identify like where we can fit in with all these various organizations because to be honest i think you know me and papa bear we had a podcast it actually wasn't released because i messed up and my hard drive got full but we had a really good conversation oh, with shit. somebody that lives in san francisco about uh homelessness and um oh, yeah. if it's like the mecca <laughs> yeah and it's like seems like you drive around anywhere in the bay in the bay area and you see all of these like homeless people everywhere and it's just like and then you look up, like I started looking up, like how much budget do they have for, you know, the homeless, you know, situation. And it's a lot of money. And all these things that, that are, that they're trying to do, like they're ineffective, like wholly ineffective. Because the, 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 the homeless problem, at least where we are in the Bay Area, especially, it is, it's gotten worse over like the past 10 years. It's gotten exponentially worse in the past 10 years. And so these oh, programs yeah. are not helping. They're getting more money, but nobody's really helping them. And I think one of the main things that that we we agreed on is, is housing first. And it's an initiative to where 
you have the least amount of hurdles as possible to get somebody homeless in an actual home. Um, and a lot of the places here um, in the Bay Area and other places, they want to make them go through all these hurdles. Like, you know, are you on drugs? You know, um, what's your mental state? All these other things. And it's like, can't you just get them a home and then figure all that other shit out? You know, I mean, yeah, it'd be way easier. Like people's mental health would probably be way better in an actual home. So if they have mental health issues, do you think they're going to be worse or better in a home or out on the streets? So, and then I'm seeing like where my, where my tax dollars are going for homeless situations. And I see literal things in the Bay Area that make it so homeless people can't even sleep in certain places. Like they'll put spikes up so people can't sleep there. And it's like, that's where our tax dollars are going to cause pain on people that need help and people mm-hmm. just think that's totally acceptable oh well, we don't see them there but that's a person you know that's a person and so it, go ahead it's also, I also say it's also crazy because like you know some of these programs so say if somebody is able to get into a program i mean not so much a veteran but maybe like a recovery per, a person who's recovering from like drug addiction or something like that if yeah. they relapse they're, they're kicked out of the program and it's like yo like that's that's when they need more help. Like they need to kind of they they felt like they faltered. They they something came up, some stress, Dana. This caused them to to lose control, and they end up smoking or getting high or whatever again. It's like these programs are set up for people to fail, and it's not there to just you know help, to keep them keep them on their on their toes and, and keep moving. Like it's 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 so it's so sad when you hear about stories about like people who fell off the wagon and they're they kicked out of the program and end up on the street again yeah and look, i mean we've all made mistakes i mean but for some of us those mistakes those those mistakes that can be minor for some um could be catastrophic for others you know if, if you have a you know a stable family system or you know good you know good friends or something like that and you make a mistake you can rely upon them but but if you don't have those people around you that can help you especially in the bay area like if you don't make a certain income here, you're literally like one paycheck away from being fucking homeless. One. And, you know, that that's crazy to me. And so I think working with veterans is going to be uh, a great help to me personally because I, I want to be able to give back to people that, that serve. I want to be able to serve those that serve. Obviously, y'all, everybody listening to the podcast, you guys know I'm a, I'm a Marine. Obviously, I'm not active anymore, but... Um, I, I love this, this mission that we have, and I think we can do great things, and we're already starting. You know, we already we already have the first piece um, of getting an ambulance, and then we're going to convert it into an RV, and we're going to document the process of everything. And, it, it, you know, we're going to have a podcast hopefully sometime next week on Balance Exchange. We'll probably we'll release it on here as well. I'm um, just talking about, like, we, the whole thing, how we, how we got started and what we're going to do, so. Are you, will you guys, like, make, like, a, a video documentary about it or yeah. just audio? Yeah, uh, we're gonna, when we go out there, I think me, me and Papa Bear are going to do a video, like, a vlog thing of, like, actually going out to Ohio, meeting up with Matt, seeing the ambulance for the first time, and then driving all the way back. Hopefully we don't fucking break down, <laughs> but, you know, it'll be interesting, yeah, like, driving I'm, an ambulance anywhere so yeah. i'm a little i'm kind of a little jealous like <clears throat> you've got to see matt joe and becky and this will be your second outing yeah you're the you're the only one from the podcast that's actually seen them live and direct yeah. even though 
<laughs> We've had them on the podcast numerous times, but we have. It's gonna be a bonus, especially because I'm. I'm but you sh- you broke bread with them literally. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to actually Matt cooking for me again. Oh my god! I just, <laughs> he just, just he's he's even like stuff that he posted that he thought was just like okay or didn't come out the way he really wanted looks like fucking amazing. I'm like, dude, you think that this was not okay, like not very good? This looks crazy good. So yeah, it didn't come out the way I wanted or it was like, you know, like whatever specific is missing or something. I'm like, dude, this still looks amazing. So. Well, I'm jealous because it'd be cool to be part of something life-changing, something that have an impact on somebody's life. And it's, it's interesting because like, you know, there's here in the Bay Area, they're trying to do the whole tiny house community for the homeless. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool and all. But, you know, if your skill set isn't making you enough money to where you can sustain a life on your own, like, yeah, tiny house is great and everything. But, you know, you can't move into a bigger you can go to a regular house, yeah. work your way up. But like definitely be able to be mobile where you can move to an area where your income is more appreciate it for the for a house like instead of paying three thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment you can pay three thousand uh-huh. dollars three thousand for a studio three thousand <laughs> for a studio yeah not a one bedroom yeah, and besides blue oh you know what you need to do in, in order to you know affect people's lives just be batman like you said you was going to be. well i mean uh, in the future we'll, wish. there's ways you guys can help obviously you can donate and then there will be things like in the future um we would need help with various time. things. This is one of the ma- the crazier things that occurred to me, like as I've been, you know, talking to my friends and family, is like how many people that I know that have offered like not obscure help, but like help that I didn't really think about. I've had people come to me um, with financial help. Um, I had people come to me with um, help with actually ident- getting ambulances poss- possibly f- donated for free. Um, I've had people, there's a couple other ones too, but I've had like a bunch of people that have reached out, oh, with video editing, <laughs> with a bunch of other stuff, and it's just like, I didn't realize like how many of my friends could help on something like this that might not be just like the direct financial means. So If, if you need a photographer, I know a guy. Yeah. See, like, <laughs> there's like all, the, all these things that I didn't think about really? before that are definitely helping. Even, Even like, like uh, a, little a little bit of construction, construction stuff, stuff too. I mean, I, I, I built, I built a house technically, or a little, little shed, shed. <laughs> yeah, shack, a, a shed, a studio, studio. yeah. <laughs> but also like, I don't know, like mechanical <laughs> stuff, like you know, pro, uh, Chronos and I, like we car guys, so we know our, a little bit of, of ways around the engine. So if it's something simple, but then again, um, I want to, I want to pull a uh, a Riggs, not Riggs. Oh, what's his, what was uh, what was Daddy Glover's character's name in uh? Oh, Murtaugh? Is it Murtaugh? Yeah, Riggs and Murtaugh. Yeah. I thought it was Murtaugh, like M-U-R-T-A-H. No, I can't remember now. To quote him, I'm too old for this shit, Riggs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Riggs and Murtaugh. Oh, M-U-R-T-A-U-G-H. Murtaugh. Wait, fun fact, is it it Danny Glover from uh, the Bay Area? I know no he, idea. I know he Maybe? was. If he's not from here, he at least um, lived here for a long time. Cause my my um, my stepfather, he actually um, sold a bunch of clothes to him. So he was born in San Francisco. Yeah, that's where my dad, my stepdad's shop was. Not not anymore, but yeah. 
if you so want, I have uh, one, one of my ex-girlfriends. Ex she graduated, graduated college, college with his, his daughter. daughter. Wow. Yeah. What is? Is Danny Glover still around? Yes, she's still around. Don't you? Don't you put that juju out there? Oh god. I heard they're they're trying to film a new. Uh, lethal weapon too, so I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, so, but it, it, uh, it'll be, be fun to see. Oh, just uh, all he needs to do—he needs to link up with uh, God damn, what's that? Sylvester so Stallone, get on his Mexican supplement regimen, and he'll be all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, that guy's on all kinds of fucking steroids. Damn. We need to—he needs to be in um in the next uh, Expendables. You need to be in Expendables for <laughs> Expendables. Expendables. <laughs> but yeah, man, like I'm really excited about your your nonprofit. It sounds like it's gonna be changing some life. I, I hope the best that it's as successful as it should be. And I hope it I hope it's you know it gets to the point where it's not just for veterans. Like it's actually helping out more than that. But you know, veterans they they go to they fight for our country. They have like all these mental health issues not all these mental health issues but like they're they're, they're suffering and i feel like the government kind of just you know oh okay you serve for us like here you go bye yeah you want you want the program sorry we don't we don't have anything for you yeah it's it, well yeah that part is bad but it's also it's, how do i put this it's almost not a blessing in disguise but so like the va they have like a Apparently, they have identified a bunch of homeless veterans. And I didn't even know this. Papa Bear said he already talked to them. We can use their actual database um, to actually find these homeless veterans. So it's, like, super easy for us to, like, figure that shit out. So we don't have to, like, we have to go out and, like, find, like, the vast majority of them. There's already a database with the VA. Of like, hey, these people, this is where they generally are, are. These are their names. And we can go out and find them pretty, pretty easily. Um, for help if they want the help so yeah yeah that's another issue like you can offer help to someone but they have to accept it if they don't want the help then yeah not a whole lot you can do what's also great is that i mean chronos knows this fucking by heart but like you know a lot of these veterans especially like you know if they, if they start off in the in like living out of the ambulance or whatever and Wow, I really just... Uh, I actually, said it. Ambulance. <laughs> yes, ambulance. Ambulance. In the paramedical van. But no, like, it's cool because, like, veterans, they get, like, great, like, loans for, like, first-time homebuyer programs, something like that, or, like, no money down. So, like, they can slowly start to build up that, that I don't know, the American dream, basically, of owning their own home and this and that. So, yeah, that's, it's, there's... And the plan cool. is to just give them the RV. That's the plan, is to give them the RV. And that's then it's theirs. Okay, so you don't expect them to like donate it back or if they if they find the... a a permanent housing, then they can uh, give it back or we could buy it back or have like a sort of donation thing going on. But the first thing that we're worried about right now is just getting them into the RV and then this I think another phase will be how to get them into permanent housing and then working with uh, housing first initiatives and programs to uh, to get them into permanent housing if they decide to go into permanent housing. So, but that's, we're not worried about that part right now. I mean, it'd be nice to be able to recycle some of these RVs if, if some of them come back. But if not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's theirs. I don't want there to be like hooks involved. So, yeah, keep it. Is that yeah. 
And that's like that's one that's like a really cool thing because um, there's a, a financial guy that I follow, and he talks about how like you know, if you if you give people money, like by you giving that person money, they're basically like your relationship changed. You're no longer friends. You're basically I don't want to. This is it's gonna sound very racist, but it's master and like whatever because they owe you money so you're constantly like wondering about money but if you give somebody money for free you know like don't even think about it like it it just eases the stress on everybody yeah i think as i've gotten older like anytime that somebody's asked to borrow money from me and i've given it to them i assume that they're not going to pay me back yeah that's just what i assume like and i don't that way it makes it easier for me to not sort of resent them like because if any this maybe sounds familiar with somebody that ever loaned your friends money. You loan your friends some money because they had some, they're down on their luck, and then you're friends with them on some sort of social media, and they got through whatever they're gonna get through, and then you see them like spending money on a bunch of extra bullshit, and it's just like, well, can you pay me back? Like, I see you going to clubs and you know doing all this other shit, but you still owe me money. <coughs> like, why aren't you paying me back? So my policy now is if I do loan somebody money. I assume that I won't get it back. Yeah, that's. I I I gave my niece three thousand dollars for 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 her to pay for college, and she said she was gonna you know she got a student loan that was supposed to be coming in and she was gonna pay me back, but like she started she, she started ignoring my calls and stuff like that. And I would like her like hey oh, hey you know we're about to buy a house you know did you get your student loan blah 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 and never heard back from her. I was like you know what I get I left her a voicemail I was like hey it's, it's your uncle. Just want to know that money that you owe me, just consider it a gift. You don't need to pay me back. Just, you know, continue paying for college and work your way through. And whenever you, whenever you become a dentist, I just want my, I've got a couple of years of teeth cleaning for free. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. That was it. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's, it's, that's fucking great. It's, I really hope this becomes very successful. And we'll, we'll see you on like, on the news channel, like, oh, the Wolfram Prophecy have saved have saved over two thousand veterans. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully we can. I, I think it's a thing we got a think we got a good plan, especially after like seeing, like re- doing like a bunch of research, reading papers and like watching videos and news stories and all that shit. It's just like the disservice that we're doing with homeless people in general, but especially like you know veterans. And it's just like, yeah, we can uh, we can do better. So. But uh, I'm, we're gonna take the first step on on doing better. So yeah. <laughs> All right, where so, are we going next? Wait, could, I had a, had a friend just text me about like big pun. Like he's like, oh hey, did you know that he died? I was like, wait, it's a long time ago. I I, I looked him up and he 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 died 22 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> like, and, and yeah. Then, like didn't they have to like take the uh, like a door out or some shit because he was so big. Some yeah, I, don't know, yeah, I, I remember. There, I remember there was some issue with his his funeral arrangements, but yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so there's a there's some fun stuff. I guess we can talk about what the hell. Oh, oh, some new stuff going on. Um, Book of Boba Fett. Did y'all watch at least last week's? I watched today's episode. Oh last shit! Week's. I didn't watch last not week's. Not to, not today's. I watched last week's, but we can. Yeah. If we didn't watch, if you didn't watch this last week's, then we can, we can put it on. Wait, is, is does something major happen? I mean, this week or last week? Last, last week. week. I don't think I watched last because last week the, the last episode I saw was with the the 
Power Rangers? Biker gang. Yeah. Yeah. The next wait, one wait, was what? better. The, the Power with, Rangers. With the Power Ranger guys. <laughs> the motorcycle oh, group. The Vespa group. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's the last one you saw? Yeah, there's more stuff that happens. There's okay, more. I'll be back. No, let's talk about it. That is mostly a flashback. So. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's, talk about it. let's talk about last week's. If you haven't watched it, why would we? It's all right. I don't care. You should, because it's cool. <laughs> just we can talk about. It. I gotta remember. So if you bring it up any any part of the episode, then I'll probably remember. So that's basically, a, that's the problem with like a, a shows that air on Wednesdays. It's, yeah. it's hard because it's hard mm-hmm. to remember what happened the following week when we do the podcast. Oh well, I remember because it because it's good. I mean, it was good you enough. Know I know. I know a lot of people were complaining, like, "Why are we doing flashbacks episodes? Like, what's going on?" I mean, this is supposed to chronicle the time when he meets up with uh the mandalorian uh and this shows how he got there it shows what happened to him when he escaped from sarlacc how he got basically nursed back to health or mostly back to health and then yeah but then how he got his ship pretty much this is what that last episode was is how he got his ship he was casing the last episode was uh with uh finnick Finnick Chan, like how she came into his life. Yes, but after he patched her up, they went to go get a ship. And they had to break it out of Jabba's palace. Okay. So after he, after they had her weird like stomach surgery, because now her whole guts are all mechanical, they went to go <clears throat> uh, break out the Slave One, which they don't call Slave One anymore. They just call it his fire spray gunship. I mean, it's a fire spray... Um, class ship so they apparently are not going to refer to it as slave one anymore but it was pretty interesting seeing Fennec Chan as a badass just like shooting everybody doing her hand-to-hand combat stuff it's actually pretty dope pretty cool stuff yeah it's uh, interesting because Mina Wing I, I, I posted this in the group chat she is the female Asian version of IQ like if you like look like in a lot of her pictures or even like uh, a lot of her roles she doesn't smile. She's always yeah. fucking serious. Like even I think even when she did like Mulan, it was I don't think even her character smiled that much. But like she is always like hard, like serious. But it, whenever she's in a row, you know she's gonna be fucking kicking ass. I think that's Pretty how much. honestly she keeps her face looking so young. It's because she doesn't <laughs> yeah. smile or give any facial expressions. <laughs> she's trying to preserve all of her skin on her face by mm. not using any muscles. It's awesome. Yeah, she's too busy using them to punch people in the face. I'm just she's pretty awesome. I it's it's hard to believe that she, I think she's like I think we said before like 56 years 50, old. 58. 58. Yeah, 50. Jesus Christ. 58. Yeah. It's not like anywhere near that when I'm 58 years old. Like the <laughs> right now I'm like I'm 42. I'm okay for now. But I, if I go like this, yeah. you can see the, the there's wrinkles on my forehead. If I do like the thing, the logo. Got yeah. to get a crow eye. <laughs> I'm not getting the crows, right? The cr- hey, crows feet. Crows feet. Crows feet. I'm not getting those yet. I'm trying. To, I'm trying to look to see when did when did Street Fighter come out? Cause I was like Man, 90s. That 99. came out when 90. No, Street Fighter was probably like. Are you talking about live action one? Because we could not talk about that. 100. Yeah, percent Live action. 94. <laughs> why, why are we it came out in 94. What <laughs> up? No, just I'm just trying to say like how long, like that was her fifth movie that she was in. Based on hmm. Wait, she was uh, in that. Yeah, she's Chun Li. Holy shit, I did not know that. Oh, <laughs> that was, you're, you're, yeah, you know, that. Yeah. No, did not know that. She was, 
Yeah, she was Chun Li in the film. Yeah, Perfect like, casting. I was today. Perfect years old. casting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no idea. I think yeah. no, I think uh in the podcast recently, I think we not recently, but like a couple of years ago we talked about that and like I was that was that was my I was this year's old. <laughs> that she was in there. Yeah, she's in there, Jean Claude Van Damme. There's a couple other Oh, I mean, it was. I think that it was a bad casting to put um, Raul Julia as Bison, but it should it have been somebody way did. more, way more buff. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. yeah, way more yo. But also, but, he was a really good actor. So yes, unfortunately, he passed shortly after. But Dude, I think that he was. Black. He was great in Adam's Family. Like he was. Uh, oh, yeah, Fester. Yeah. Was it Fester? Was that? No, he's, no, he's Gomez. Yeah. Gomez. Gomez. Fester is the the bald one. That's right. But like, uh, there was a line from from uh from Street Fighter where his character, uh, Bison was like, "Oh, you know, that Thursday was a mi- a moment a memorable moment for you because you know you lost your whole family or whatever or not." And he's like, "For me, it was just a fucking Thursday." <laughs> like, yeah. Damn, I looked up uh, Ming Na Wen smiling. She got a nice smile, man. Just saying. Cool. <laughs> she does. Yeah, I remember Ming and I went in uh, the Joy Luck Club. That was like the year before, uh, what, year before Street Fighter. And then she was in the popular show, uh, Vanishing Sun, or movie, Vanishing Sun, before it was a TV show. So, but yeah, Street Fighter is pretty awesome. Because she's in the game, too. Oh, the the <laughs> the game the Street Fighter the movie like the video game where they had like God, that game was so horrible <laughs> that game was bad <laughs> which game <laughs> the Street Fighter game where they put like motion oh. captured like they yeah for the oh god yeah Mortal Kombat style and I was like what the hell it's so yeah. weird it was super weird that <clears throat> I don't know if Street Fighter is the worst video game adaptation movie. Are Super Mario Brothers? <laughs> no, because no, 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 no. There's worse ones than that. Because like anything Doctor Uwe Boll made were terrible. Like House of the Dead was terrible. Really bad. Yeah, yeah. House of the Dead was terrible. I saw bits and pieces of Blood Rain. In the name of the King, terrible, terrible. So All those are terrible. The films. reason why he made terrible movies because he made money off of the losses. Mm-hmm. Because the, he the got the, they got their money back. Yeah, the, the government, government paid him back. Yeah. <laughs> and then and that. then they passed a law to stop that, so he stopped making movies. <laughs> or he just uh, stopped making. He stopped making movies with German funding. He had to like get funding from other spots to get movies, and I'm just like, dude, just stop. Just like stick to your literature and like stop making movies, man. I remember when he talked hella shit, and he would like challenge other directors to charity boxing it's hilarious yeah, yeah that's up there yeah yeah it's it's sad that this trend just continues to go on and on like video games and anime out of american adaptation of those just does not work i mean there's been a few that's been decent but like i think even i think originally like even comic books was pretty bad but like, i think marvel and mainly marvel has been doing a really good job at live action Comic book Blade. Blade was the start. Yeah. I mean, you got to put some respect on it. Back in the day, DC was making, like, Christopher Reeve's Superman. Those were huge films. Yeah. And then 89 yeah, Batman. 
I mean, there it was so good that they brought back Keaton in like his seventies to be Batman again. Oh yeah, he's gonna be in a uh, Batgirl. He's gonna be in Batgirl. He's gonna be in the Flash film, and he's supposed to be in like I think a couple more films as Batman. So I mean, DC kind of had the lock on the movies back in the seventies and eighties, maybe a little bit of the nineties. Michael Michael Keaton as Batman, it's great. Michael Keaton as uh, the Vulture in Spider Man: No Way Home or not No Way Home. What's the first one called? Homecoming. Great. Yeah. And uh, I, oh shit, I forgot what where my train of thought was. Oh, and um, what was his name? Uh, Willem Dafoe. Great fucking villains. Yeah. Him and him as the Goblin and and um, Sam Raimi Spider Man. Fucking classic. And what uh, one thing I didn't know about is that um, if you go back and watch the movies, so whenever he is Osborne, um, Os- shit, what's his first name? Norman. Norman. Whenever he, whenever he's Norman Osborne, he doesn't have a gap between his teeth. But when he's the gr- the Green Goblin, he has a gap. Like I guess they use uh, they use like a a cap or whatever to fill in his gap. Whenever he's Osborne, he's he do, he doesn't have a gap, but whenever he's the Green Goblin, he has the gap. Like go, if you go back and watch it, it's like, are you fucking serious? Like how did I not know this? I had no idea, but I will tell you this: bonus picture. So Michael Keaton in Birdman, which is a film God, about him playing a superhero named Birdman, and he wants to be taken as he wants to be taken as a serious actor. So he puts on a stage play, but yet he's still haunted by like his big blockbuster movies as a comic book hero named Birdman. I saw the film and it's super crazy. It's a really crazy film, but it's really, really fucking good. I see why he was nominated. Um, I think, uh, uh, shit. Uh, Ed, why can't I think it was his name? He was in uh, The Incredible Hulk before Mark Ruffalo. Uh, oh, Edward Norton. Uh, Edward Norton. Oh, the other one. So I Edward Norton was a fantastic job in the film, too. I was thinking of Eric Banner. Yeah. No, yeah. That the one after that. <laughs> yeah. So Edward Norton in the film, he's amazing as well. He does some crazy shit in that film. You want to talk about, like, he's basically like a young version of, like, Harvey Weinstein, kind of. Not as a producer, but as if he was an actor. It's super crazy. It's a crazy not, film. Not the guy who touch women inappropriately and had a yeah he's kind, of, he's kind of like that he goes super like method with it. it but it's a good film it's a great film highly recommend it took me a while to finally watch it but it was so good i forgot about that movie i mean it's on my list to watch because you know it did really well in like michael keaton plus like every time i think of birdman i would think of like the uh the rapper <laughs> no 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 fuck that guy no the, the animation the cartoon the oh, Birdman Harvey Birdman. But then, yeah. I mean, there's there's Harvey Birdman, but then there's, like, the actual, like, old-school Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I highly recommend you watch Birdman because it was really good. Was Dude, one movie, since we're talking about movies, one movie I recommend not to watch is uh, There Will Be Carnage, the Venom 2 movie. Oh, God. I watched <laughs> Did it last you night. watch it? Yeah, man. Oh, man. Oh, that shit man. Was, it, like the, it's funny because like the sweetest was kind of like watching it like she was working but she was like look up and stuff like that and she was like I wanted to watch this movie but like every time I looked up it was just garbage like 
it was other than the fight scene the fight scenes were really good like the the fight between the symbiotes was cool but it was pretty much just a wash and repeat of the first one because you got the badass symbiote and and venom is like the weakest one and he's able to overcome it where you got the red symbiote 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 yeah uh, overall, I just, I don't know, just, I wasn't feeling it. Even though San Francisco is the the stage, this just didn't do anything. Like, the first one didn't do, didn't do much for me either. The second one, it was just, yeah, it was kind of bad. It's It was funny to me because I guess the, the um, Cletus' girlfriend, I guess she's like an, a, she's a mutant, I guess, but they can't say mutant. And I was like, what the hell is this chick? Because she had some crazy-ass powers. Yeah, like, she's is chicken mutant? And they kept, like, they kept implying that she was a mutant, but without saying mutant. I'm like, what the hell is happening with this chick? And then, like, it's funny to me because Prodigy, he keeps standing for this film. But he, really? hasn't, he hasn't seen it. He hasn't seen it. He keeps talking about how much money it's made and how it bodied all the other comic book movies. I'm like, dude, this movie's terrible. I'm all, have you seen this film? And he keeps like roundabouting. I'm all, just say you haven't seen it. Stop trying to like say it made so much money and, you know, it was one of the top five films of 2021. Just say you haven't seen it. I mean, I mean, the, trans- the last Transformer movie made hella money, too, and that was... That was terrible. That was terrible. And I, I paid to see it. No, it was terrible. Bumby was a really great movie. Bumby was yes, like... No, the one, one, was the one before sweet. that. It was like the, the last, Dark Knight or something like that. The Last Knight. That was terrible. It was just a terrible film. Terrible. I was going to oh my Titanic. God. Titanic was a fucking terrible movie. It made the most amount of money up until that time. It was like a billion dollars. And it was fucking terrible. Like, we, we all knew how it ended. People still watched it. Oh, it was a love story. The love story was fucking trash, too. Okay, I don't give a shit about the... The, all, the movie was not good. And people just flocked to that movie. I, I loved it. it. I saw it seven it, times in theater. I saw it twice. And I was like, this movie's damn near three hours long. It's the last time I'm seeing this. Yeah, fuck all I remember watching it. All these girls kept crying. They're like, oh, my God. I'm like, dude, seriously? You already know it's going to happen. You know almost everybody dies. Well, it's funny because, like, when it came out on VHS, sorry, VHS, if you're young, VH means video, what do you mean? Video home system? I believe so, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. But anyways, when it came out on, on tape, is what we called it. <laughs> when it came out on tape. <laughs> Not CD, DVD, or Blu-ray. It came out on tape. <laughs> and people still call it. Uh, old people still call it tapes, too, which is embarrassing. Old people still yeah. call it. Oh, I've got it on tape. No, the fuck you don't. You have it on video. You don't have it on fucking tape. Stop saying tape. <laughs> like all these fucking old people, especially like in Congress and the fucking government, they'll say, well, just, we have it on tape. You, you don't have it on fucking tape, bitch. You don't. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going, to I'm going to bet they still use Betamax in, in, no. in Congress. No, they don't. <laughs> well, you know, I, I wonder if like, like I, we're kind of tight. I'm telling you, they do not. <laughs> they don't use tapes anymore. They use tapes for oh, backups. No, no, just that's about it. Maybe backups. Well, well like LTO tapes, but that's just for backups. They, everything <coughs> else is, is digital. They, 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 don't even, they don't put shit on DVDs and CDs anymore for backups. It's all just digital. I wonder. 
I would I would like to know how much. Uh, I guess if, if you do the math, how much data does a tape hold, and would a tape be able to hold like on uh, like a five minute YouTube video? Like what was that? Probably like three tapes. <laughs> well, so the old VHS tapes, they they were low fidelity, right? So they're they're, they're gonna hold like what three sixty p. So yeah, they don't. They're not holding like a, a decent YouTube video. They're gonna hold it at like yeah. some shitty fidelity for like whatever the tape says, how long it'll be. You you can't cram in you know extra pixels into a an old school VHS tape. You know it, it, it's like saying like how long would a would a DVD? How much data could a DVD? Or how much video could a DVD hold from a Blu-ray? Well, it can't because a Blu-ray yeah. can't hold. Um, Magnitude more. Yeah. But, to, but I, I guess technically it can from like data the, from the data side you probably could, but it's, mm. you know, still. Well, yeah, I was, just, I was kind of just thinking of it as data storage versus not so much as you know visually be able to watch it. Yeah, but because mm. well, like, like it's, it's analog. So yeah, well, because like back in the day when like we would have when when we would install games on that came on a floppy disk. Oh my god! You realize you've got like thirteen floppy disks to for like maybe two hundred megs. <laughs> I was gonna say, gonna say twenty. I think. Um, I want to say. Yeah, a lot of there was a lot of games that had and they would be numbered. Like you had to pop one in and wait like half an hour and then come back to your computer and have to stick in the next one. Another one. Yeah, it would sit there and wait too. Be blinking with the cursor. Yeah, waiting for the next wave. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I still so <laughs> I have Unreal Tournament 2004. It's a great game. You know how many discs it took to install and these are uh, their CDs. Wasn't it 3? Huh? Wasn't it 3? 7. Four? 7. What the fuck? I have them they're literally behind me over here. It's 7 discs. I think I had it. And on, I think I'm missing I one. I think I had it on DVD. I think it was like 2 or 3 maybe. Yeah, I, I didn't have a DVD player. I had a CD player, so it took seven CD or it took seven CD discs to install the game. Well, so the whole reason why we even talk about this is that with the Titanic, we when it when it was released for home theater systems, it was a two tapes. So even even when you rented from Blackbuster, when you rented from Blackbuster, oh yeah, it was it was two yeah. tape rental <laughs> because it's like a three hour film. It's like a two and yeah. a half hour film. Well, like. Dude, like, like if you like if you rent it from Blockbuster and you go to watch it, like, okay, the first tape will be rewound, but the second tape wouldn't be, and you had like, sit there rewind that motherfucker. Well, you know what's no, crazy? Like, it, Hold on, Re- keep yeah. that thought, okay? This for the younger generation. When we used to rent videos that were on VHS, if you returned <laughs> it, and you didn't rewind it. There was a fucking fee. There yep. was a fee if you rewind if fee. you didn't rewind the tape. You know why? Because they literally had um, they had to have someone latest. yeah, they had to have someone put them in the rewinder. Like there's literally like a, a it was just like this contraption. You slide the tape in and you slam it down and it would just rewind the tape. But you have to have Everything. someone there and manually do it and they had to pay someone to do it. So in order to try to cut that out, they would move that charge to the to the customer. But wait, so what's so crazy is that like, places will sell a device just to rewind tapes. Like, it was always, yeah. like, it always was in a car shape. I don't know why. Like, it was always a yeah, car. I mean, like, you put was, a tape in a car and it drops. You want it festive. Yeah, you want it festive. You want it to, you know, match your decorum. So if if you wonder, like, how how do the people at Blockbuster know that the tape's not rewind? They literally will be a sticker over, like, half of the tape. 
that you know if the table is rewound, then the so if you look if you're looking at a VH a VHS tape, there's two windows that shows two of the wheels of the VH. If it's rewound, most of the tape will be on the I want I'm gonna say left side. It'll be on the left side. Yeah, it goes from left to right. Blockbusters or whatever will have like a tape over there. So if the if the right window is clear, then they know that the tape rewound. Rewind it? Rewound it? Well, I don't know. But if there if most of the tape is on the right side, then they know it's not rewound, and they will just type it in and charge you a charge your account fee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think another a good movie a good movie for you to check out if you don't know about the whole VHS and rewind and stuff like that. You should check out uh Be Kind Rewind with uh most stuff <laughs> and Jack uh, Black, I think. Yeah, I've never seen this movie, but I heard it's hilarious. Oh, it's it's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it's pretty right. fucking funny. All right. We went, Speak, we, speaking. We yeah, speaking of tapes and stuff, there's this show on uh, Netflix. It's a series. It's about ten episodes. It's called Archive Eighty One, and the premise of the film is about a a guy who restores tapes. So he recovered this big, this. yeah, this big conglomerate company. They hired this guy to um, restore VHS and home video cassette tapes. So he literally re- puts them in new housing and like goes through the magnetic tapes and like, um, you know, rebuilds them. And then he's supposed to watch them. He's supposed to, they don't really make it clear, but he's supposed to convert them to digital, which he does. But while he's doing it, he's watching them. And while he's watching them, he's watching this woman investigate this old building in their old in his neighborhood, and something weird is going on. And so he gets invested in this, and then he finds out that he is partially involved in it. So he's super invested now. I'm trying to fight, figure out what's going on. And then the further he gets in, he realizes that uh, the company that put him up to it has some kind of investment into this whole mystery that's going on. So you're watching this man watch the tapes from 1994, which is super weird about this woman chronicling what this weird circumstance is happening in this old building. It was a super, it's like, it's kind of advertised as a horror show, but there's no, there's like almost very little blood and there's no, um, there's not really any creatures in it or anything. It's more of a thriller. It's more of like this crazy little thriller. But it, it's... Go ahead, Crunch. What was the name of the show again? It's called Archive 81. That's, okay, that's what I thought, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it it involves, like, this man trying to basically uh, solve a murder... Or not a murder, solve weird happenstances that happened in 1994. And he gets super invested in it. And so, like... His world starts to kind of unravel as he's watching more and more of these tapes and trying to figure out what happened to this woman. There's, it was super engaging. Like the first episode, I was super like, like drawn in. I was like, oh, because I, I like a good mystery, and this gives you that. This gives you a mystery that may have you questioning: Is this a supernatural happenstance? Is this aliens, or is this just like people doing weird stuff? And there's going to be some like guy behind in the mirror type thing and so you don't know so you have to keep watching to try to figure out the clues because he kind of watches some of the tapes out of order based on the damage and then he realizes that the people he works for are hiding stuff from him so he starts kind of investigating on two fronts and it's all linked to these tapes 
So it's on Netflix right now. I highly encourage it. Um, it's not. It's actually not scary. It's more just like a good thriller, good mystery thriller. But it has like these weird, like supernatural, possibly un like alien esque tones to it. It's actually it's done really well. It's uh, executive produced by James Wan. Even though I didn't like Malignant, this is a good like makeup for that movie. Oh, sounds there good. You. Yeah, I saw it on the. Uh... On Netflix in the top ten, I, I kind of want to check it out, but since you get a recommendation, I'll, I'll probably check it out on my own because I don't think it's something that Chris did. Oh, I'm sorry, K-Mac is into. K-Mac? Um, yeah, but I, Crystal Light. Yeah, Crystal Hot Sauce. Right, right hey, now, Crystal Hot Sauce is good. Right now we're watching. No, Midnight, my we're, we're watching Midnight in Asia on Netflix right now, oh, which, which is really good. Wait, min, is it Midnight Madness or Midnight Midnight in Asia? Is that is that on Netflix as well? Yeah, it's about like the nightlife in certain Asian countries oh, um, okay. certain Asian uh, cities about like the food culture and the alcohol culture and just like the whole nightlife culture in, in certain cities and it's uh, honestly I, I think it's, it's fascinating because I, I, I love going to Asia when I was there I mm. think it's really cool and like see like the, the nightlife scene in like you know parts of Japan and uh, the, I think it was the Philippines in there too I know Thailand is one <laughs> the next one um, there's a bunch of like cities that are on there that are really cool to like check did out did they do did they do Seoul, Korea? They did Korea, yeah. Korea was one of them. Yeah, so yeah. I had friends that went in 2018 or 2019, and they were explaining to me that, like, 7-Eleven out there is a whole different entity than it is out here. Like, 7-Eleven in Seoul, Korea is, like, the place to be for, like, after hours. And, like, like they, they party hard. They're partying to, like, 6 in the morning at a 7-Eleven. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, you don't understand. It's totally different out there. It, it was really interesting because they do like karaoke and stuff at Seven Eleven. I'm like, what the hell is happening out there? Yeah, I remember but, when I was going to uh, when I was in Singapore. Um, I went to like it was a really interesting country because it's like super clean, and then like you you drive around and like everything's clean, and then you go to like the malls and the malls like everybody's at the mall, and the malls are large, like very large, multi-tiered. You're walking through the malls, and then you know, as a young a young marine at the time. I was like, all right, like, where are we going to party tonight? You're like, where are we going to hang out and, like, get some drinks? And then you literally go to the same fucking mall. And, like, magic, (laughs) like, the malls would, like, I don't know, between stores would, like, expand into, like, these clubs. (laughs) And, like, there will be clubs, like, legit clubs in these malls. I remember at the time, I was like, this is so fucking weird. But it was, was, like, a lot of fun because, like, it was safe. It was clean. You can get a lot of drinks. There were a lot of hookers that you didn't know were hookers. So, (laughs) oh. Oh, you ran into some live-action food out there. Huh? I mean, I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, I was, at the time, I was newly married, so I was, like, you know, trying to hold it down. But well, how did you know? No. <laughs> oh, man. No, we probably it, got yeah. stories. What was, the name of, what was the name of the show again? Because, like, uh, the sweetest has she's been wanting to go to Japan. I'm like, you want to go to Japan? Midnight in Asia, I believe it's called. Let me just look it up real quick. Right. But I'm pretty sure it's called Midnight in Asia. And it's like a bunch of different uh, cities in Asia talking about their nightlife. And some of them are like really fascinating because like one was like this this older couple that had like this uh, nighttime like sort of like street restaurant. And yeah, they were like probably in like 60s or 70s and like running this restaurant like super late at night. And it was just like super interesting. Uh, midnight. So the, the whole like the Swedish want to go to Japan 
uh, I didn't, the way I made it sound like make it sound like I don't want to go. Oh no, I would love to go. Japan. I've been to Japan three times, and I've had an amazing fucking time. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. Eight Japan. <laughs> you, you don't want to tell. I like, I like I like <laughs> anime, manga, and, and Asian uh, chicks. Video games there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't say that loud. Like so I'm just yeah. <laughs> Damn. It's all good though. You married it's to like... her. You married to her. Yeah, I'm, I'm married. I'm married. married. Yeah, the, Japan. It was a. It's it's Japan's amazing country. Like it's it's so organized. Like, at least the parts I went to. Like, the, like you go into McDonald's, everybody's wearing the same uniform. All the females' hairstyles are the same. Like it's so perfectly uniformed, and like they're they greet you pro- properly and not properly. They greet you like, oh hey, how you doing? What can I help you with? And they want to make sure that you're like happy. Where like here in America, it's like. Yo, Check man, our ice cream machine's broken. <laughs> we can't. We got that shit for you. <laughs> Damn. But yeah. But uh, uh, kind of jumping back to the whole VHS. I know uh, uh, Odin was talking about how like there's a show on Netflix because actually VHF has a really interesting shelf life. Like apparently it can live. They they last like ten to thirty years. So uh, there's a lot of VHS tapes out there that are disintegrating. <laughs> Same thing with yeah, CDs, if y'all didn't know that. CDs have yeah, a shelf life, yeah, too. Yeah, CD. <laughs> yep. What even hard drives? Yes, especially hard disk drives. They all have shelf lives. Yeah, but, um, well, I don't know. I, I run RAID arrays. RAID arrays, so. Yeah, that's yeah, it's a little little, little better. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's kind of interesting. And um, I think it was the Batman. It was one of the animated series. Not the oh, original not animated the- series, but... The Batman. Um, I think it was on CW. Not CW. Like, CD, CW Kids is what it was on. And I guess the Batman had came up with a cure for the freeze. Mr. The freeze. Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Gotta say his name right. And he knew that data would be corrupted and, like, it would, like, disintegrate. So inside of the Batcave, he had it etched into the walls, which I guess even stone would fucking disintegrate as if it's in a moisture environment, but I think the back cave is pretty dry in there. But yeah, anyways, so they were able to, to cure Mr. Freeze, but it's just mainly because like data, not that it corrupted, it decays and stuff like that. It I, does. Just, I, just, I just thought that was really interesting. Over time. And it's yeah. like, it's interesting because, you know, I've, I I'm, I'm, in a, I'm in the data storage field and I've seen a hard drives fail in spectacular ways. Like there are certain hard drives, hard drives out there. So like the spinning disk kind, the actual hard drives, not SSDs. I've seen issues where, like, it's a... How do I put it? Multiple batches of hard drives had this issue where... So, an actual hard drive is like a... Plat- it's like basically like a... It's like a tiny record where it's spinning around and there's like a magnetic head <laughs> that reads off of it, spinning at, like, very high speeds. So when you see, like, for a hard drive when it says, like, 7,200 har- 7, RPMs, that's how fast the actual disk is spinning around. 7200 RPM so it's pretty, it's pretty quick but there's like a, a head that reads off of that that reads off the magnetic pieces off that hard drive but there's like an actuator that moves the little needle around like up and down and stuff and the, in that side inside that hard drive there's like a like a tiny little bit of lubricant and there was I'm not gonna say which vendor but there was a vendor <laughs> where they the lubrication in that would like spray on the hard drive and that would just destroy all the data. Damn. Yeah. And it was just, 
and there's like really no coming back from that shit. It's like your shit's fucked. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You ever have the ones where their arm fucks up and actually like scrapes the yes. fucking disc? And, and you can oh my it. god, I've actually heard that. Sound. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then like, open it up and there's like this ring around the fucking disc. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It's terrible. What's cool if you can get your hand on like an old like hard drive and you're able to crack that open those little discs are fucking cool looking <laughs> like, yeah. and the magnets are really strong oh yeah <laughs> but yeah they can they can fuck some shit up too <laughs> all right uh who wants to talk about this meta comica what is what is this i can because it's actually from uh another friend of the podcast we'll have a i'll have a another podcast with pretty soon uh black and yellow and it is bunny man so, Buddy oh, Man okay. went ahead and started his own comic book company. Hmm. <laughs> so, we touched on this a little bit. So, wait, like, like publishing company or, like, comic book store? Because I know he, he was doing the whole comic book store thingy. Publishing. So. Oh, shit. Which is funny because, like, the first comic that they're doing, um, I'm actually, one of the characters is based on me. So, it, <laughs> it's kind of cool. Um, it's not, right obviously, it's not totally me, but. It's uh, loosely based on me, so I think it's it's pretty cool. Um, it's going to be they're looking for artists, and they're actually, they're actually going to get into NFTs as well um, to start selling digital art on the internet. So I think it's going to be really cool. I want him to come on the podcast to come on a podcast with me, hopefully within the, in the, within the next two weeks. To talk about this because I know a little bit about NFTs, but I need to there. Um, there's a disconnect in my brain. I'm like, well, how is this? valuable so mm -hmm. I, I want him to like kind of explain to me like how it's valuable and like over time so i sort of get it but i need to i'm, I'm missing a connection um so yeah. we'll talk about that <laughs> we'll talk about metacomica um and i think it's a really cool thing for for him to do because he's an artist and um to see him like sort of expanding is uh is really cool like he just hit me up one day he's like because he, he's been talking about doing like uh a certain comic with like me as like one of the characters is based off of for like a while. He's been sending me like all this artwork and stuff. I was like, oh, this shit looks really cool. Really cool. And to see him like keep running with it and like starting his own comic book company is uh, it's fucking dope. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, I mean, to talking with him about it. But man, always looking for, like that. That's the I think that's the mentality of a, like a director. He's this guy is always looking for like he's always looking for new things and this and that because I know because like he had original idea where people can donate comics for like the less fortunate and like uh, that that was I, I want to say that was pretty successful. But then like he was also doing like work with like the, the Warriors like he was making commercials and stuff like that. Still making that one. Yeah. But, like yeah, but like you know. Doing like a, like having like a combo company, not a combo, like a doing, I guess having a combo company, like that's, that's life, that's livelihood work right there. Like that's, that's fucking pretty dope. Yeah. And a quick little shout out to Bunny Man and, uh, he, I, I was, I, I was luckily enough to be one of his videos. Like I was in, I, um, he used my car. We did a, we did a photo shoot at one of his, uh, for one of his projects, which was fucking cool. Like. Like, like I literally debatched my T thirty five for his video. I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to do this my whole entire life. I want I debatched my T thirty five and like he he said I need a I need somebody with a black car with tinted windows. I was like, check, check. And 
it was really cool because like the the whole video was basically the imagination of a kid. So my car was the back the bad guy's car, and I was chasing after somebody else. And dude, it was it was fun. Like we were driving through like like parts of Oakland, and it just basically turned out that like this little kid was just playing with his cars and like yeah, it was pretty cool. But like funny man, like this guy is like. He's constantly thinking forward. Like, he's always thinking of, like, the next thing, which is kind of cool. Yeah, he's a good dude. I haven't seen him in yeah. a while. Like, last time we saw each other was, like, kind of in passing at a comic shop. So, <laughs> right on. Well, good for Buddy Man. Hopefully he comes on the cast to talk about his Metacomica. We're probably going to gonna... do it, like, on, like, an off time. It won't be, like, a normal podcast. So, mm. yeah. I mean, I mean, what's what's really cool is that if you ever been to some of the not none of the comic cons in the area, there's like smaller ones. I think like there's like a Oakland has one that's like a black theme one. That one's pretty cool to check out. But like it's there's a lot of good artists in the Bay Area who just doesn't have the representation the representation of like a big company to be able to do some of the larger cons. Yeah. I, I believe that anybody who's like, if you do like a, if you set up a booth at a Comic Con, you have to pay for it. Like that's just not fucking free. And to, just just to try to get your work out there, just it's just money. It's all, it's, it's all about money. So if you have like a company that can kind of back you up and kind of get you up and running, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what was I gonna ask here? Oh, blue, kind of, kind of. Put you on the uh, did you get a chance to watch this Injustice animated movie? No, I have not because I literally learned about it today when you were talking about it. And I'm the one that brought to the cast the whole comic book series Great comic. that's based off the video game. Mm-hmm. Have you had a chance to watch it? I watched 90%. What's your non spoiler initial review of this? <laughs> No, the, my initial review is this should have been a series and not yeah. just a single standalone film. Because there's a lot of stuff that's like left out when you compare it to the comics. The comics had like these huge, epic like events yeah. that leads up to where the game is at when you play the game Injustice. When you yeah. watch the film. Like, there's only bits and pieces of it. And they move some stuff around. Like, certain characters die, and other characters kind of take their place versus what was in the comics. So I'm like, why would you do this? This is kind of weird. But whatever, I guess. And then, like, there's a scene in the film where there's supposed to be a, a divisive moment where the heroes are supposed to pick sides. You're either with Batman or you're with Superman. Superman. And it's kind of weird because it's like most of them kind of choose Batman. And I'm like, well, this in the comics, there's more people kind of involved. And like some of the characters that don't um, get on board with Superman, he he just ends them. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There are some in the film that they do get ended. But there are certain things that are like key moments in the comics are completely changed in the film. Ones that are like pretty significant, and then other ones like huge storylines were completely gone, mainly because of the time constraints. So I'm just like, it's still okay, but there are certain things that don't sit well with me. I'm like, 
mainly because their impact feels less. And I, I didn't get a chance to finish the comic. I'm like, I was like on the last like stretch of it, like after they left um, the Tower of Fate. But like, it's just, I mean, it's kind of there, but I guess they kind of don't want to put Superman in a bad light, I guess, in the film. But they kind of do, and they kind of like don't go all the way there as they do in the comics. There is a point in the film where Superman goes like completely off the rails, but then they all kind of come back together. So I'm just like, mm. it just doesn't have the stakes that I I remember reading about. Yeah, in the I mean, compared like, to the other DC animated stuff, it's just okay. Yeah, it's not, it's not terrible. It's just like I'm just whelmed. Like, like honestly, when they, when they released the when they released a trailer for this and said it was going to be a movie, I was like, okay, this is not going to be anything like the comics, just because there's no way. Because I think the the Injustice uh, God Among Us, the same comic, uh, it it well, spans the game as well. <laughs> yeah, it's it spans five years, mm-hmm. and there's no way you can span. You could they should have if they'd have made this a series, this would probably would have been gangbusters. Like it would have been oh, like, yeah. okay, dude, this is so fucking good. But like. For you to spit five years of material into an hour and a half, maybe it's, two hours max. No, it's an hour. It's an hour and eighteen minutes. No, yeah, no, no. There's no fucking way. Like I, like I wanted to watch this, and like I, I like I have a lot of the DC movies, the animated movies. I like I'll go out there to and buy them because I want to support the animated series. But this one, like, I was like, no, this 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 just what this won't work. But then also like. If you go onto YouTube, like you can see all the cutscenes from the Injustice video game, and it kind yeah. of, it kind of pulls it, 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 it brings the story together. But, but remember not, the the comics are five years before the events of the game, yeah. Yeah, and so true. it's just kind of it's supposed to be in a state where, bat basically Batman becomes very desperate, and he ha- ends up doing something that changes the course of what's been That's happening. Right. But but yeah, like you said, it's it's there's too much. If you enjoyed the comic, there's too much that they leave out that made that made it so great. The story so great overall. I mean, don't get me wrong. The film, it's not terrible. It's just not. It just feels incomplete. Yeah. I mean, don't, I'm, I'm at the point where like there's resolution, but it's just it just doesn't feel as. It doesn't feel as epic as the comic was. This could have been if this was a five-part uh, series where you do each year, as the comics do. This would have been this would have been amazing. This would have been like the best well, series ever. Well, like even with like the Batman movies, like with um, oh, I can't think of the I can't think of the order, but like there was like Batman versus Batman versus Robin, mm. uh, whereas Batman versus or there's what was it called Batman and there's so Batman Justice versus... League versus Teen Titans. No, no, the one, the mainly just focusing on like the Batman franchise because there was there was um, Batman versus Sun, and there's uh, Under the Red Hood. There's uh, there's a few. There's a lot of the Batman animated series. They all connect together, like they all like fed off each other, and that's something they could have done with this. Just even though I haven't seen it, but I know how <laughs> based on what uh, what uh, Odin is saying. Like they they could have built this out to make it something major. They should have broke this off into like five part series, and every series 
had or every movie had like a year of the comic books that it it kind of talked about because yeah, the comic books lasted for a long time. Oh they did. yes, and I I think I don't even think they expected the comic books to last that long just because they were they grew in proper like every every time we we did a uh, a comic book panel, I gotta break up an injustice because that shit was just like the number one comic I was reading at the time, but um. Yeah, like if you if you played a video game, like the, the a lot of the cutscenes were there, but then like with the comic book, it was just so it was so well done. But they also um, I was gonna say that um, and Justice League Unlimited, either Justice League Unlimited or just regular Justice League, they did a whole kind of similar Injustice theme where they had the in it wasn't Injustice, it was called uh. The oh god, it was on the tip of my tongue. Justice Lords. Mm. They did Justice Lords, where they had like you know, where oh, that, where, yeah. where Superman becomes like you know, He's Ultraman, the, right? No, that that was alternate. That was an alternate universe. It's basically where uh, Lois Lane. No, she doesn't die because he still controls her. Something happened, but like Superman just becomes like over fucking powered, and like he wants everybody to follow his his will. Yeah, wasn't and... he like Ultraman? Does he have the U on his chest? And no, like... no, he's no, he has a he has a black and white suit. Let hmm. me see if I can I find it. I don't remember that one, but yeah, there but is it, one. No, what happened? Mean... No, the, no, no. So what happened is uh, Lex Luthor kills the Flash, and uh, and Lex Luthor becomes the president when it happens, or he's the president when it happens, and that's when Superman starts lobotomizing pe- fucking people. <laughs> and he decides, yeah. like, you know what? We're we're fucking we're basically gods. We need we should be controlling everybody. And like Batman, his his whole wardrobe changed. Uh, hot hot girl, hot girl, her her wardrobe. Wonder Woman. Like, uh, let me. See, I'll pull up a picture real quick and I'll uh, show it to everybody. It but funny, like, like when Justice Lords came in, because when Superman came in and Doomsday attacked, he just like lobotomized him. He's like, look at this little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> go go back okay. into basically Arkham Light with all these other. Former super criminals that I also lobotomized. <laughs> yeah, it's all bad. Yeah, uh, I mean there is. I mean Kingdom Come is where Lois dies, but I don't. I don't remember if she was killed. Oh, she is killed in a bomb. She's like killed in a bomb, no, but I was gonna, she, she's 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 the reason why <laughs> injustice got among us happened because the fucking oh, yeah. Joker literally poison. He uses poison ivies. Stuff to or no? No, he uses, he uses scarecrow's scarecrow. fear toxin, okay. mixes it with um, kryptonite, so it penetrates Superman's like nervous system. So when he sees Lois, he sees Doomsday. Yeah, and he fucking flies her off to space. And what's what's so fucked? Like, if I mean, if you read the comics, even if you played the video games, like it's literally first fucking huge spoiler. Alert. Superman kills Lois, but literally that earlier that day he learns that she is pregnant with their kid. Like he, they, they're literally he's like literally waking up in the morning and he's like, "Wait, I hear a second heartbeat. Like what the mm-hmm. fuck?" And she's like, "Oh, I was gonna tell you." He's like, "I'm fucking Superman. I'm like I, I, I got X-ray vision. I, I, I would have known." But uh, let's see if I can pull up this image real quick. So this That's is. This is the Justice Lords. Yeah, I mean, the, you got it. You got the other part where. Yeah. Oh, I okay. I vaguely remember this. 
So yeah, Hawk Girl, she, cool. she's kind of different. Even even uh, the Manhunter, Martian Manhunter, is different. But like, mm-hmm. actually, I think I got actually got the Batman figurine for the Justice Lord. Like, I I literally scowled the planet for that. Let's see if I can pull it real quick. Remember how good yeah. Justice League and Justice League and the JLU was like back in the day? It was so good. Like the whole series it was fantastic. It was good. It was crazy to me because they had a shit ton of characters i was just like how do y'all keep track of all these goddamn characters like they just came out of nowhere like they had that what's the they had that the fucking cowboy i don't remember what his name was but he had like oh, some weird powers yeah. yeah he was up in there they had uh <laughs> they had huntress and the question like she hated him but over time they had like their b story where they end up becoming a couple yeah. I was like, what the hell? I, I mean, in the comics, apparently that happens because when the question dies, Huntress becomes a question. So I was like, oh, well, I guess they're kind of following that. And then there's like when um, part of the Justice League get trapped in the 50s, so they meet the Justice Society. Yeah. And like one of the guys that's there, he talks to John Stewart. He's like, oh, you're a credit to your people, son. <laughs> John Stewart's just yeah. like, okay. <laughs> and then same like a different slightly different group they end up going to the future and john stewart meets his son because it looks like him but just more yoked and he has wings so he he pretty much knows that him and hot girl have a kid but then when they come back he alters the future by like breaking up with her (laughs) (laughs) it was like like, what the fuck like you see that you're gonna have a son he's like no i can't do this no more i saw what happens I was like, what the hell? And then he ends up hooking up with Vixen. I gotta jump back in real quick. So for, sorry to cut you off, but I like walked away. But like for that scene when they go to the future, so they kind of touch, they meet up with, uh, they end up in the world of Batman Beyond, which is fucking Mm. cool. But Batman is part of that group that goes to the future. So future Batman, or future Bruce Wayne, who's old and crepit or whatever. But we have Batman Beyond and old school fucking Batman. They meet for the fucking first time. And like, <laughs> they interrogate a guy, and like, <laughs> it's funny because uh, Batman goes to and try to interrogate him. He's like, "Oh, I don't, I don't, blah blah blah." blah. But then Bruce Wayne goes to interrogate the guy, and the guy's like spilling his fucking guts. Like, <laughs> just the the way that Batman, like his whole, uh, what's it called? Like his interrogating style just changed. It could become more harder at the order he got, but like, he was able to get this information out to guys, and it's so funny because like. Uh, old younger Batman was like, um, like what did you what did you say to him? And he's like, oh, you do not want to know. <laughs> it's like holy shit! Oh yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I remember that episode. That was a good episode though, because they're trying to figure out to go back, but they see what happens with and like you see Static Shock as a full member of the Justice League, and I remember everyone's all excited. Oh, Static Shock's gonna be a Justice League member. I'm like yeah, when he's like twenty five. <laughs> I keep forgetting he's a teenager, like on his show, and like people were freaking out about Static Shock being on just on the Justice League Unlimited episode. So there's a lot of crazy stuff in there, a lot of crazy team ups too. It was good though. Yeah, it was great. Um, when he when he was on in just when uh, Static Shock was in was Static Shock was in the episode of Justice Justice League Unlimited, dude. He was like in his forties. Was he? he? I'm pretty dude, sure he was, he was in his no, 40s. dude. Dude, he had gray hair. Like, he was an old-ass guy. He was, like, the youngest person on the fucking team. Are you sure that wasn't Black Lightning? 
<laughs> no, it was it was definitely Static Shock because he had dreads. So let me see if I can look it up real quick. I uh, think uh, I think Jefferson ends up with dreads at one point. No, nah, this is this is in the future, <laughs> like mm-hmm. like Batman's old as fuck. Um, just leave. Yeah, that's more important true. comic news after you find that. Oh, um, okay. Here it is. I'll, I'll pull it real quick. Um, share my screen. This is for people who are watching the video on YouTube. Yeah, so if you're listening to this on SoundCloud or whatever audio device you're looking at, uh, yeah, this is. Oh, that's like Batman Beyond almost. Yeah, it is. Batman yeah, this, this, yeah, it's from Batman Beyond yeah. or Batman. No, it's from Justice League Unlimited. It's when um, they go to the future. Yeah. Because uh, their face, yeah, so right there. Look at the the one to your left, not that one. The one to your left, that one. That's where Static Shock and Batman. So this is from, this is from an earlier episode, but this is it, this isn't the same as when uh, they go to the future. Because when they go to the future, Static Shock is part of the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Versus when they're here, they meet the Justice League. Hmm. And then like here we go. So this is this is. We got Batman Beyond. Uh, we got uh, Hawk Hawkman on a Hawk. He's a hybrid. That's the son of John Stewart. Yeah, that's and, the son of John Stewart and Hawk Girl. We got uh, then, Static Shock. We got old Bruce Wayne, and then we got John Green Stewart Lantern. or Green Lantern. And he even still has like uh, what? Uh, there's no. It's not one with him with the disc. He's he's writing like yeah, a, J, a JLU like thing, a Justice League fucking token or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Before they, when they're starting to wear rings and stuff. <clears throat> oh, so before you go into your super comic book news, Cronus got a question for you, comic book related, because I know you're reading the current DC storyline, the future future state. Most of it, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, what do you feel about? Uh, I guess the major publishing outlets are already talking about how the Justice League is going to die in like three months. I mean, it's okay. I mean, there's other... So they've already sort of replaced Batman, sort of. I mean, there's there's basically two Batman at this point in time. There's Ooh. Lucius Fox's uh, son, um, Jace, who's... I'm pretty sure it's Jace. Um, is he, he goes like, by two names. It's Jace or Tim. So It's not Luke? Batman. <laughs> no, well, I mean, yeah. he's the actual, he's Batman. Mm-hmm. So, um, that was been an interesting storyline because he's been, he's been being Batman for like the longest time, but he had like the, his face was covered, like his whole face, mm. including like his, his mouth, so they couldn't see he was black. And that became a whole thing when they actually uncovered that he is black, somebody broke his, his cowl. It's actually a really good storyline. Um, but wait. So Luke isn't involved in this at all, like Batwing, basically. No, it, well, he's not not in the I Am Batman storyline. Who's like the new Batman? Mm. I'm pretty sure it's John Jace Fox. But isn't isn't Luke Robin? No, well, I doubt it. He's been Batwing. Why would he go to Robin? No, I, I think Luke Robin was originally a Robin. No, I mean Jace basically is just, he's picking up the mantle as okay. as Batman. So. Um, this is after, um, if y'all are not caught up with the comics, uh, after the Joker Wars, uh, Joker basically robbed uh, Bruce Wayne of all his money. 
Holy shit. So he got fucked. And the whole Joker War happened. A whole bunch of crazy shit happened. And so after, you know, Batman sorted all of it out, I will give no spoilers on that part, but um, what was that? Blue just broke something. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So um, after the Joker Wars got sorted out, uh, Bruce Wayne decided that, you know, maybe he shouldn't have all of his money. And so he decided to give his money to, uh, I think it's Lucius Fox, right? That's his name? Lucius? Yeah, yeah, Lucius Fox is like his tech guy yeah. with his son being Batwing, and I guess he has another son. He has a couple sons and a daughter, and there's like a whole, there's a lot of He's a guy in the there. chair. Yeah, so, the, so, so they're doing like a lot, a bunch of storylines with with the Fox family. But yeah, so he okay. decides to give his, his entire fortune to Lucius Fox. And so with that, you know, Jace, who was in the military, and he used to be sort of like an assassin, he decides to become like the next Batman. Even though Batman still technically exists, but it's Batman that exists with basically no money. So he doesn't have mm. any of the normal Batman resources. So it's been a it's been a great storyline. So anyway, wrapping it back to like if the if the Justice League dies, they have already replaced uh, who Bruce Wayne would be. But at the same time, uh, Jace Batman is going to uh, New York. He's not going to stay in, in Gotham. Gotham. Hmm. Yeah. So he decided after he got kind of revealed as like a black guy, he's like, you know what? I'm just going to go to New York. So interesting. Yeah. So <laughs> the publication. Of the just, I guess the name of the comic is the Justice League is dead, where like the legacy heroes will die. It coincides with the anniversary of the death of Superman. It'll be like the 25th anniversary on the date of shipment or the date of sale. Hmm. So it's supposed to be like, I guess Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman, one of the Green Lanterns, and. I think Martian Man or one of the Hot Girl and I think Martian Manhunter, they all get killed in some event that's coming up. But they've already shown like the covers and the variant covers and, you know, production date. They kind of hinted at like, you know, the story kind of, but I'm just like, well, you why know, would you already? <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about it, but like the vast majority of them already have semi replacements. I don't think they're going to be dead if they're dead at all for a long yeah. time. Like you already have yeah. different Green Lanterns. You already have um, different Wonder Women. There's a whole bunch of different ones now. One oh, from yeah. Amazon, every, from Africa. Every every continent has their own Wonder Woman now. Yeah. Um, I feel like. There's no new um, Martian Manhunter that I know of. Hmm. Uh, who else is in the Justice League? I, mean, that's, there's, that's, I know that there's... Uh, what was the other one you were... Um, hot, obviously hot Superman... Game. I mean, Superman has his son his as son, Superman. Yeah, Superman's already gone, so yeah. like his son's there, which people are up in arms because he's he's by. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really give a fuck. What about? But... Is there a new Flash? Because I mean, we have Barry. We Flashes, isn't there? Yeah, but I, I actually don't read any of the Flash comics anymore because I'm so far behind. I actually got really far behind on um, Wonder Woman as well. But the newer Wonder Women, I have a few of, like Yara. I have her comics still. I'm, I'm reading those. And Nubia, I have a couple of hers. Um, but as far as, like, you know, Diana, I don't have... I, I stopped reading those because I was so far behind. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then... Um, who else? Actually, you can actually look up uh, the, the covers and the variant covers 
because uh, this comes out in April. Um, yeah, but it's weird. A comic in April? That's fucking weird as shit. Yeah, but that's that's, that's, that's what I'm. That's that was my point. Like you're talking like major outlets, like including Entertainment Weekly. Um, I think Forbes even Screen Rant, ComicBook.com. All of them are talking about you know the death of the Justice League. Even though one of the covers is like a shit ton of Justice Leaguers with like the caskets of um, some of the Justice League that died. So I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I don't understand why they why they do this. Um, they need to start giving respect money to com- I mean, it's <laughs> not even money though. It's because they're not getting every single time these news news outlets do this. It makes me not want oh, yeah. to read any of their stories anymore because they just they spoil the shit out of these you know things. And don't get, I mean, a cover isn't as bad, but I can guarantee you every single one of these news outlets that broke the cover first, they're gonna fucking spoil. The, spoil it. They're gonna yeah. spoil it before the comic even comes out. Like what happens? Yeah. And they're gonna put it in the fucking headline, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be super mm-hmm. And they don't do it for any other sort of medium. And it, it's just it's so irritating because people people read comics. I'm one of them. And when you do something like this, it it makes me block literally anything that's coming out of your news outlet. So yeah, fuck you, all, all of you that do that. And it's, oh, you, the it's other one who dies, like, like Aquaman. Aquaman dies, even though they have Aqualad. I guess. Well, like kind of jump back to what Carlos was saying. Like, yeah, it's it. These news outlet has been spoiling like a lot of fucking comic books lately. Like, like you literally have to lock them out of your. Like, you can be scroll. You can be scrolling through your feed. Well, one one good source is uh, comicbook.com. Like those guys, they they're pretty good at not spoiling stuff. But like, oh, like oh, actual, oh. but they're like, one of the ones part of this whole thing. Oh yeah, yeah, they're the ones who. That's why I first saw it. They posted okay. one of the variant covers about like if you if you literally Google Justice League is dead, the top three: Screen Rant, comicbook.com, and like some. Uh, what's this other one? Yeah, so. Let me just rewind a little bit. This one isn't as egregious because in the name, we're going to assume that they're going to be dead, right? So this mm. one isn't as bad. But there's other ones that Blue is bringing up that are totally valid. Oh, yeah. Where they're... Mm-hmm. they're go ahead, Blue. T- tell, tell the rest of your... What are like, like, like actual, actual fucking like, like news outlet, like, like your local news or something like that, or even like your local, local paper, will fucking just... In the title of like, oh, Batman dies, Superman dies, Batman dies... Read the, read the rest of the article to find out who else dies. Whereas with the other one, it's like, the name of the comic is called The Death of the Justice League. And, like, you have, you have to literally go into it and be like, oh, you know, this is what's happening. Like, they'll, they go into a backstory. They go into the, they'll lead you up into the story to what's going on. But they won't tell you, like, how they fucking die. Yeah, let me give you a perfect example. This is perfect because I, I remember this specifically because it was sort of recent, um, when it came to the son of Superman. Because um, they, they fucked this up on two things. First of all, they said that Superman is now gay or bi. And first mm-hmm. of all, Superman is not bi. Because if, if, if you tell any layman that Superman, if you ask them who Superman is, they're going to say Clark Kent, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to say his son Jonathan because they don't, they don't read comics. 
So that was the first fuck up. And second of all, when they broke that he was by, they broke it days before the comic came out where he where it came out that he was actually by. Days before the comic even came out. And it was a comic that I was literally re- that I was actually reading. And I was like, it's what not the fuck? Superman they were talking about. Like, yeah, it was it wasn't Superman. I mean, he's called Superman now, but it's his son. It's Jonathan Kent, not Clark Kent. And the story was leading up to that guy probably being by, but I would have much rather have read the comic and been, you know, read the storyline rather than some asshole fucking journal journalist spoiling it for me by saying, oh, he's by, and this is who he's by with. It's like, fucking thanks, you assholes. Like, I'm trying to enjoy this comic book, and you just fucked that all up for me. But then, I mean... The question is, how did they get the information? Like, who? What was their source? Like, did they get it from the studios, or like, did was this shit like leak? Like, but then even no, no, it's even not even, then, no, it's not even leaks because there's a whole bunch of shit that I, I'm privy to. I can tell you what happens in um, a whole bunch. Pretty much every Amazon show that comes out, I can tell you what's gonna. Happen. I can spoil the fucking shit out of it before you because I have price yeah. access, access to all their shows um, and, and some other shit too. But I don't do it because I'm not a fucking asshole. Because I, I, I will hype it up for you if I like it. But I'm not going to spoil it for you. Like the, uh, what's the latest show? Uh, the Vox. Oh, that's out today, I guess. Yeah, I know someone that was watching it. It's fucking great. I love that fucking show so far. <laughs> it's awesome. If you like the boys, if you like uh, cursing, if you like uh, RPGs, you're going to love this shit. It's violent. It, they, they curse. It's fucking, it's awesome. What I'm not going to do is I'm not going to spoil it for you a week before it comes out and tell you exactly what the fuck is going to happen in the in the episodes. That- I think even with this, with even with our podcast, like you know, we know there's people out there that haven't watched either a movie or watched a show yet. So we 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 try to be vague about describing a, about a show or something like that. We try to we try to lure you into watching it. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, like earlier we were talking about uh, like how we were talking about the that the, the movie about the guy who record like he was going on video oh, dates. TV show yeah archive yeah, eighty one I was super yeah. vague because there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of more intricate stuff but I just kept it surface level because there's a lot there's, of there's a lot of depth to it. There's like anime and com- but the, there's there's a threshold though like if it's been like a week or so like okay we gotta we need to talk about it because our audience want to watch it but like. If, if it's shit that just that hasn't came out yet or just you know it's been like a couple of days like come on man like you gotta I do mean, better we, we generally stick to the 48 hour rule that's a minimum it's 48 yeah. hours so that's why we don't talk about any disney shows on the day that it comes out because pretty much every disney show for like marvel comes out on a wednesday and some of y'all watch it mm-hmm. i don't because i'm yeah. working <laughs> and um i try to watch it with uh with k-mag so i won't I, I don't. I will never spoil it on a Wednesday for you, and I, w- I wouldn't do it in general. But just like, give people time to like watch the show and then talk about it. Don't just spoil it for them. It's like the the problem is like when you do that, it makes people not watch the show because it's like, well, I already got the basic premise of the show, and the the main thing in the show that was like a lead up and all that stuff. Like you already just spoiled it for them. So like, why the fuck do they watch it? And then you wonder mm-hmm. why shows get canceled. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of crazy too because like earlier today, like I had t- I had our chat saying like, oh shit, Levi is a fucking goat. Like he got my fucking Titans running from him, and Carl's like, oh, have you ha- like are you all caught up? 
He's like, oh, I was like, no, nah, I'm only, I'm like five episodes behind. He's like, oh shit, I almost spoiled your shit for you. Like it's, I want to spoil it, a lot. <laughs> no, a lot, but, a lot. By him saying that, Matthew, I, I want to watch all the episodes so I'm fucking caught up so I can know what the. Fuck. Apparently, something major is about to happen. Oh, Cronus yeah. didn't tell me what happened, but he, he, he enticed me to continue. Like, I know, like the whole. Sorry, if you haven't watched Attack of Titans and you're watching now, sorry, this is gonna be a huge fucking spoiler. But there's one major character that dies at the beginning of the season, uh, season four, I think. The home, the girl that that just like she likes to eat. We we are be we're beyond like the spoiling territory at this point for that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It was like we already talked about it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we talked about it. But like when like I I found that she had passed. Like actually on the podcast, I learned that she had passed away. She, but I was like, holy, like when it happened, it was like holy shit, like damn, like she she, she didn't die like a bitch, but she she died like holy shit, like yeah, she that that shit was fucked up. What happened to her? But uh, yeah, I mean there's. There's, there's, you can talk about something happening in a show to to entice somebody to watch it. Like with the whole, like for example, with like Superman's <laughs> Superman's son being gay. Like the the headline should have been like, oh, DC character turns out to be, you know, LBGQ plus person. Read more to find out. Like they could have. They could have enticed you to read the article and then like they could have in the article they can lead you up to that story and be like, look, spoiler, if you haven't read this point, blah 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 blah. Like there's there's yeah. they 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 should ha- literally have like a byline that would cut the story. So the beginning of the story would tell you like what's going on, but then once you get to this one point, it'd be like, Hey, look, if you haven't read the comic book, if you if you're not a fan of this character and you're just here to find out like what LBGQ character fall to this this punchline, keep reading. Like that's that's all they need to fucking do. But instead, yeah, they just yeah, they're just there for the fucking clicks. It's funny because like this is literally like I read this like the other day. This uh, maybe yesterday, but this is like the mm-hmm. the son of Superman or son of Kal El. I'm sorry, Superman, but the son of Kal El. But and this is number seven, and like they don't. And this is how like clickbaity it is. It's like this comic is actually really good, and I'm enjoying it. It's, it's not even just because it's like LGBTQ plus, you know, whatever. It's like it's it's a good story. I like that the relationship that the person is in. I like that it's like meaningful. You know, um, I like that they're actually that Jonathan is putting an emphasis on dealing with more human centered issues on planet earth and like kind of going uh, uh, sort of above and beyond what his dad was doing and there's an organization mm-hmm. with like him and his new partner that he's getting into and there's like a really good storyline that's written there and i've criticized some you know lgbtq you know comics before because they have they, the stories were shitty they, they just yeah. were but this one is actually pretty good so you know, if, if a story is good, then the, then the story is good. But for somebody to just like, oh, look, this is the LGBT, you know, Q flag, and we're just going to spoil it for you because it's showing this. Fuck you, man. You know, it's like you're still spoiling it for like a bunch of people. And these are these are cool stories that will get people that may not be supportive of the LGBTQ community. And if they read this comic, 
and then maybe they would read this, you know, the, the story in its entirety, and be like, oh, well, now, you know, I can maybe um, not identify with, but at least appreciate <laughs> the story. Yeah. You know or have I mean? an open mind. Yeah, like, like at least, you know, see like a different point of view. But instead they read the headline of this comic book is, you know, this character is now by, And then there's mm-hmm. a huge backlash. Not in, Instead, they, they could have had, you know, people that are reading this comic and then been surprised and like still appreciate the comic. So... Like it, it's it's kind of interesting because like when I um and I, and I, I get a, I get a lot of shit on the podcast for this but like I read the gym comics they're, they're, <laughs> see that comic was really fucking good but like one of their characters was was uh part of the she was she was a lesbian and like they didn't like throw that shit down your throat like oh you know we got a group of girls and blah 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 like the way they set it up was like oh she was hanging out with one of the misfit girls so. If you're not a fan of the if you're not a fan of Jim, oh, Jim is like a group. If you're a fan of Jim, there's a they're a rock group and there's like their counterpart, which is the Misfits, and they hate each other. But like one of the girls from Jim, she like met one of the girls from uh, the Misfits and they, they kinda hit it off and I was like, Okay, okay, I see where this is going and they both turn out to be like like lesbians. I'm like, Oh shit, like okay. And they didn't like throw down your throw down your throat. It was just some girls hanging out. And even even they did not know that they were lesbians. Like they were just hanging out, and they just had an interest. In, they had the same interests, and they both found each other attractive. And then one thing led to another, and they ended up like kissing. Blah blah. blah. I was like, okay. It was. It wasn't like they were like, oh, you know, like LBG power and blah blah blah. But like, I, th- it was just really well done. Like if you can read the Jim comics, like they're really well done. Like I wish. I think I, I did. I give um, your daughter my uh, gym comics. I don't know if I gave it to her or if I still have them. I think I gave my, it to her. My oldest. Yes. Maybe I, gotta, I gotta ask her. Obviously, my youngest because she's just not starting to read. So yeah. <laughs> right on. Um, did you want to talk about your major comic news before we uh, hit the end oh, of this? Shit. Yeah. Sorry. We're up against the end of this. Um, yeah. So, Saga number fifty-five drops. Today, oh, shit drops today. All right, I'm picking it up tomorrow. Um, wait, has it? It's been, been a while? hiatus for almost two fucking years. The last comic, number 54, dropped in 2018, <coughs> and I've been eagerly awaiting this to um, come out since 2018. And wait, so if, if, if you can't do the math, if somebody who's listening to the podcast right now, that is four fucking years ago, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been waiting for this comic for four, four fucking years. Almost four years. I think it was in like June or July since like the last one, number 54. But uh, it's one of the greatest comic books of all fucking time, in my opinion. I'm just saying, um, if you are not into comics, I would highly suggest, especially if you're an adult and you think that comic books are silly, read Saga. Now they're, they're in trades, they're in compendiums, so you can definitely pick it up easily and read like a whole bunch of the comics in one go if you're an adult honestly trades are the way to go um i'm a little bit silly about buying like single issues because you know i like being caught up with shit but yeah and if you look i have like 30 fucking comic boxes probably more than that full (laughs) of fucking comics um but this is literally like one of the greatest comic books of all time and so wait 
Go ahead. Uh, just, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like, how would you feel? Kind of jump back to the whole justice, injustice, God Among Us comic book trans- translated to a movie. How would you feel if Saga was made to one movie? Yeah, I would. Uh, I would be viscerally angry. <laughs> <laughs> viscerally angry. Uh, oh, wait. So they made injustice like literally into like it. Well, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's, one it's an animated. Movie. Yeah, it's an animated film at an hour and eighteen minutes. I didn't think it was gonna be the whole entire. Because there's an injustice too. It's not. Yeah, but, it's I mean, not. Like, the first injustice was like fifty fucking comics, wasn't it? Something it, it was. Like it was five years. <laughs> yeah, pretty so sure. it's, it was like fifty something comics. Yeah, it, but it, it, the movie cuts out very uh, two big portions of the events that happen. So Hold on, I'm gonna look it no. up, but I'm pretty sure in the Injustice comics were like at least I thought there were fifty comics. There, there were a lot, <clears throat> but the movie the movie cuts out a lot of portions and it rearranges certain things, which I was like, what? That wasn't necessary, but I I guess so. Oh wait! There, oh, holy Jesus Christ! Hell it was yeah, sixty printed. Uh, sixty. Mm. It was sixty comics. For, for year one. one. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It was it, it the movie kind of it just focuses on I guess quad like some of the major plot points, but to me it kind of loses its luster when it doesn't show like the major struggle in the five years that happened to make a police state and there's no it there's no time jumps either so it's a little yeah strange. that's disappointing I'll, I'll probably watch it just yeah. to, well it's, 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 match. it's a it's quick, quick match, so. watch yeah it's a quick watch it's 118 minutes so anyway back to something pleasant it... <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say if you want a good dc movie watch uh oh shit what the fuck was it called uh, the last DC movie, it's like, uh, God, what's it called? Peace Something dark. War? Oh, Justice League: oh. Dark Apocalypse War. Yeah, that one's fucking good, man. Because people, people, people get fucked up. <laughs> a lot of, a lot of your heroes, they get fucked up. But then, you know, spoiler alert: Flash makes it better, but we don't see what what he does to make it better. Mm. Yeah. All right. So anyway, um, yeah. Jesus Christ! Saga. I was talking to somebody as I was talking as I was trying to talk. That doesn't work. Uh, wait, quick, quick, quick little um, reminder. What is Saga? Because it's been four years since the last. It has been a while. So it's basically like a space sci-fi like epic with magic. Like it's a really weird combination of like science fiction and fantasy into one book and so i forget the guy's name who actually wrote the comic but i know that fiona staples was the um the artist and she's fantastic so let me look up uh uh, brian k vaughn jesus christ before i even start talking brian k vaughn who's a fantastic comic book writer um, I've read read a whole bunch of his stuff, and uh, Fiona Staples is a fantastic. She is like one of the best artists in the comic book industry, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the way that she comes up with like these crazy fucking aliens and shit like that, the way that she that she draws stuff is just it's fantastic. 
I, I love them two together is like peanut butter and fucking jelly. Like seriously. <laughs> and when they said that we're gonna go on a hiatus, I'm like, okay, cool, like maybe a year. And uh, you know, four years later, um, I'm still <laughs> waiting. So well I'm I'm we're done waiting now. But yeah, okay, it, anime. This <laughs> this comic is for adults. I think it's on like page two, maybe three. It, there's curse words, there's titties, there's you know that sets the stage for like basically the rest of the of the entire comic book series. Um it's it's a great comic and I'm just so glad that it's coming back. I don't I I don't even know how to fucking put it in words. I, like I'm literally thinking about me picking up the comic tomorrow and like sitting <laughs> in my car and just reading it in my car. Damn, <laughs> which I don't normally do. I usually take it home and I don't read the I don't read them for the next two days. Then I'll read it maybe on a on a Saturday or a Sunday. But but yeah, oh, I'm I'm really looking forward to this comic. I, I wish there was variants. Um, I I don't know how it's going to be received because it's an image comic. So I don't know if there's like the, people don't have advertisers for comics normally. But to me, I think I said it like a long time ago on the podcast. That honestly, if if they made this comic into a show or movies, it would be better than Star Wars. Damn, like legit better than Star Wars. If they do it right, I guess. If they do it right, of course. So, but uh, I was gonna say I saw I so I knew Saga was coming back because everybody was talking about it. Like I saw like you know uh, news articles. I saw comic book stores. They were all. Pushing like, hey, Saga's back on this date. Like, we can't wait. They had like little, they had like little cutout boards and stuff, like the Return of Saga. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that they had stopped. But I'm like, okay, Saga's coming back. Uh, I I read very very little, but it, it was definitely very adult orientated for sure. Yes. Um, because I was reading East of West and I was reading Saga, but I was reading it out of order, so it was like super weird. But. <clears throat> I'm excited for people that are excited for it. I mean, I was like that with the Star Wars High Republic. I mean, until they start splintering off into all these other ones. Like, I bought a bunch of the little side. They're like four-issue, like, mini whatever. What the hell? I don't know what they call them now. Yeah, they need to stop doing that. Like, the whole read through this whole series through, like, five uh, different comics. Yeah. So five different comics. Marvel is like read this side story. With that yeah, it's it's definitely and each of these side stories are four. So far, they're four comics. Yeah. So I have two two sets now, and they just started a new one like this week, and I'm like, what the fuck? And then they have the books, which I've been reading. I just finished one of them. There's another book coming out in two weeks, which I plan on getting. So it's just like, I mean, I'm reading a lot, but still, it's just like, dude. Well, it, it, it's it's overall picture. It's, it's, it's interesting because if you're a fan of the podcast of Black and Black Content 50, that's the reason why you're here, we used to go hard, like like uh, Kronos and uh, Prodigy used to go hard on Saga. Like, if, even, if, if, even if you went to one of our comic book panels, they would go hard on Saga. Like, like Saga was like the fucking life. And the reason why it was so fucking great is because there's titties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Oh, you, you well, who did that? Maybe. I triggered soggy. It's more. I triggered Google. It's more than just titties. The, the crazy thing is, I'm like, way like, more. I'm like one of the, like the later episodes or later. I'm sorry, issues. They introduced a trans character, 
I was like, hey, there's mm, titties. Hey, there's a. Uh, that's not. Penai. There's yeah. a level. So they're all right. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And it, but it was like totally normal. Like they didn't hype it up. They didn't do anything. And I was just like, this is just the way it is. It's like. Yeah. I, 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 like, the, I like the way that people do that. Like not hype it up and just make it seem like it's normal. Because for like most people, on I guess not most at this point in America, but for some, you know, it is normal. And for me, like reading it, I was like, okay, this is just the way it is. And it helped me be more accepting towards, you know, trans people, to be honest. Because it's just like, it's just, it's the normal thing. So, yeah. just keep rolling. It's kind of how it should be in life. Yeah. It's just the normal thing. But it, it's, it's really interesting, like, okay, if you're a big, if you're, if you have a Netflix or even Amazon, Amazon doesn't do that too much, but Netflix, it's a, it's a creator, I want to say, of binge watching. If you want to binge watch a comic book, buy the, the, the heart, the trade copy, the trade paperbacks, trade paperbacks, there you go. Yeah, I can't think of the name, buy the trade paperback, because that will get you caught up on a lot of things like you can i think uh are, what oh, he's walked away I, I was gonna i was gonna ask how many how many trade back paperback uh saga has but i think i have two you can I'll say two i'll, I'll look it up real quick i'm pretty okay. sure there's more than two no he went to go grab it so chronos is sitting back down so chronos how many trade paperbacks does saga have oh shit! i mean so hold on there's a problem though there's trades and there's compendiums, and there's a difference. Oh, shit. So I, I actually, I, I actually grabbed a compendium so people could see the difference. This is a compendium. This is a, the Invincible compendium. It's quite large, but Holy it also, shit. but it also makes it way easier for like people to read. I actually haven't read this whole. I haven't read this compendium yet. Um, I actually bought it a long time ago, but I need to. <laughs> it's the Invincible <laughs> compendium because obviously I watched the show. It was fantastic. Nothing up fucking novel. But. The compendiums, it, it doesn't matter. Um, if you see a trade or a compendium, get the compendium. Um, because you can just read it all at once. You can, there's no like slowdown. You just read the whole fucking story, and it's great. Because um, this one, I don't know. It's like what? This was like 65 bucks, but it's issues 0 through 47. So you're Damn. basically paying... I mean, a little over a dollar per comic. You know, like it's it's a pretty good it's a pretty good value for like reading a whole f- entire fucking series. Well, this, this isn't the entire series, but like almost fifty comics. Like seriously, it, that's, that's really that's something that you should think about if you like if you watch like a series and you're really into it, like uh. Like Harry Potter, for example. Like if you're into Harry Potter and you watch the movies and you decide to watch the books, well, there's a copy of the book that covers everything. That's not. That that would be a huge fucking book because there's a lot of fucking Harry Potter shit to cover. Yeah, it's, it only applies to comics, really. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really does. Yeah, it's it's apply to comics. comics I was trying to think of like what, what, what realm would that fall into? It's like yeah, it's just, it's just mainly fucking comics. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's mainly comics and. Compendiums are great. Like compendiums are, are usually only available for long-running comics, and 
Um, but it's weird though because it's mainly for like I've never seen a compendium. Uh, it might be from ignorance from me. But I don't see many compendiums from like DC and Marvel. I see trades from DC and Marvel. There's also trades for Image and other, you know, quote unquote indie comics. Um, but I don't see many compendiums from Marvel and uh, and DC. But uh, the ones from from Image, like. They're fucking like a, a good one to get. An, another good one is the um, shit. The show, the, the Walking Dead. Oh, the Walking Dead. Walking Dead has compendiums upon compendiums upon compendiums. They have a shitload, and they're gonna fucking probably break your desk. Cause it, cause it's <laughs> and also, you know, Legacy of Luther Strode. Um, God, it's a compendium as well. I have the hardcover. Which give me a second, and I'll show it to you. I have. Still waiting for Luther Show to be picked up by HBO. Like I want, yeah. I, I don't. It, it could be animated or live action. I don't give a fucking fuck. Like I just need Luther Show to be an actual fucking series, so that I can just see. I, it's I, I just want to see fucking badass fucking gore, but I, I, I feel like animation would be great just because it'd be easier to do. Cheaper, if I think animation would be cheaper than doing like live action for Luther Show. Yeah, so this is like, honestly, this is one of my top five God. comics of all time, is Luther Strode, and on it's not called a compendium because it's not that big. Because if you look at like the size between Invincible <laughs> and Luther Strode, like Invincible is way bigger. But um, as far as like story goes, I I enjoyed this more than than Invincible, at least in the the show. Um, and this is the hardcover of it. And this is fucking great because, first of all, Justin Jordan is a fantastic writer. And obviously Robert Kirkman is as well. Y'all know his work from, you know, from The Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Yeah. And, but Trad Moore, this dude as an artist, I've said it many times on this podcast, him uh, drawing somebody getting shot in the face is like <laughs> the best. The fucking best. It's the best. And there's like so, so many little like Easter eggs in here about um, it's just goddamn I'm I'm like just look at uh, random page, I'm, random page. At it. I'm like I need to fucking reread this shit because it's so fucking <laughs> awesome like just look at the violence and the artistry on these pages it is so fucking awesome but God like damn. people don't even yeah, know I, people that talk about that read comics. I asked them about Luther Strode, and they're just like, "What? Y'all need to read this fucking shit, all right? Read this fucking comic." So just, just, just as a pro tip, so wait, can you, can you show the cover again? Yeah. So if you look at the cover, Luther Strode's eyes are red, and there's like a little bit of red content on these, like where it says the complete volume. That's because there is so much fucking blood and carnage inside the comic that the printers ran out of ink. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's, it's. If you if you if Kronos, if you turn it around like there's a little bit of red on the back yeah. like yeah yeah that's the com the inside like, that uh, comic is where all the rest of the red ink lit went to. I actually opened up this this one because I, I gave my other one to my oldest uh, daughter. Mm. I, I bought two of the, so I bought I bought two hardcovers, I bought the individual comics, and I bought three of the trades. That's how much I support yes. this fucking comic book. Do you know what? I, do what? I? I don't know if I own the digital copy of them or if I own the physical copy. 
Shit, I can't remember, but like Luther Strobe, like every time I talk to somebody about comics, I bring up Luther Strobe. Like that's probably one of the most. It, it it short lived, but like this guy went from being like a scrawny little guy who found a book. Like, what's the book about? To become not Hercules. It's... The Hercules method. The Her- yeah, Hercules I'm method. Sure it was the Hercules method. method. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna read become like. <laughs> he basically becomes a fucking god all of a sudden, and he ends up with some like golf pick and some shit goes down. It's it's my my favorite scene of that comic is the sniper scene where like a guy across the building is like trying to snipe at him and he grabs a random fucking dude and throws him yeah. through the fucking building and like at the fucking that's that's fucking classic like if if, if they make a movie or a tv show of that and they don't have that that show movie will automatically get a fucking zero for me yeah plus there was the uh the black dude i forget his name because he doesn't actually have an image in the comic, but yeah. it was my my background on my in my on my phone for like the longest time. But I got a new uh, phone yeah. and I just like re I updated the OS so it, it dropped the uh, background. But I think the guy's I forget the guy's fucking name, but he had like one of the best looks like of all time. He had like six shooters and he had red eyes, red and black eyes. It was fucking dope. Yeah. What's kind of cool is because, like, this kid, he isn't the first to find this book to make him basically a god. Like, there's other, not Luther Strobe, but, like, there's other Hercules, yeah. whatever people. Yeah, and, yeah, there's, a, like, was it, like, a, like a it Western is, guy? It's the Shooter. That's what his name is. It's the Shooter. Shooter. <laughs> yeah, there's, his name is literally the fucking Shooter. Just not <laughs> the fucking Shooter, but the Shooter. Cool. I feel like HBO should pick this series up and just make it. They need to make it a TV series, not an animated movie. It needs to be a t- like it's. It should be up there with uh, Westworld. Hmm. Interesting. All right, y'all want to wrap it up? <clears throat> Pretty... Yeah, we can wrap it up. <coughs> Blue. <laughs> Blue's all like enthralled. That was, I was I was reading the uh, different topics we have on our on the list, but um, um, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this back at you, uh, Orange. How you how you feeling? Like I know you had like the whole Bennett situation, and uh, um, you gotta pull your you know, you, pull oh. your hat up. Let's see your uh, yeah, you can see shit. yeah, you can COVID. Yeah, I mean it's it was worse when it first happened. I let some air get onto it, so there's a little scab here, but I still gotta treat it, so. Um, I'm probably gonna bandage it up tonight, put on some Neosporin, but I'm still alive for now, so I survived. I took a test the other day, it came out uh, negative, so. Wait, were you 100% bad bitch? <laughs> wow. Damn. I took a <laughs> test. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. <clears throat> but still. Yeah, doing alright, still doing good. Uh, I'm. Hoping that Cronus gets on the Foundation train. I actually watched like three or four episodes yesterday. Was it yesterday? No, two days ago. So uh, I'm actually liking the series. There's a lot going on, but so far I'm still kind of liking it. I just got, I still the, got like, the problem is I have to pay for it like extra because it's on Apple, but I'll, I'll get over my fucking shit. 
I'll do it. Yeah, I mean, there are other ways. I watched it at my cousin's house because he has Apple TV, uh, and he finished it. And, like, we hang out, like, once a week. So when I go to his house, I try to throw back, like, three or four episodes. Because he'll, like, you know, make dinner for everybody. So while he's cooking, I'm watching an episode or two. So <laughs> works out. But, yeah, I mean, I'm actually liking this, like, more and more. There's a lot of stuff happening. But so far, they kind of kept it together, so it's been cool. Uh, I've been wa- liking Peacemaker, so I've been watching a bit of that. There's oh, new episode. So funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a new episode tonight at midnight, and I'm probably gonna watch it. Um, uh, hopefully, I'll get ca- caught up on the Book of Boba Fett because it's getting close to the end. Um, <clears throat> and a lot of stuff happened in today's episode, so hopefully, we can talk about it next week. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of about it for me. Yeah. Right. I'm going to take back the will. Um, so I'm trying to get back into watching anime. Because it's... Yeah. Like, I literally... I don't, I don't even know how it happened or when it happened. But I literally... Con- cancel, I canceled my country rule account. Not, I, I, didn't country, I didn't cancel my country rule account. I started making payments to my country rule account. They canceled you, uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. But no, so like I tried to reactivate it and they're like, oh no, you cannot do that. But apparently I was trying to reactivate my account using like the whole, oh, 14, your first 14 weeks are free or something like that. Oh. <laughs> like, no, you are, you're an OG. We're not, you don't get shit for free. So I have to like actually subscribe again, whatever. But uh, yeah, oh man, I'm catching up on Attack on Titan. Yo. Yeah. Levi, <laughs> Levi is in Call of Duty and I watch it. I watch a YouTube video that showed clips of him in Call of Duty. I'm like, you know what? They're doing Levi a fucking disservice. Like, this is the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen. Because Levi is a goddamn goat. <laughs> and he just... Just a fucking badass. And he should not... He should not have been in Call of Duty. Like, is it Call of Duty or Battlefront? I can't remember which one he's uh, in. Bad Call of Duty. It's called... Yeah. It's Vanguard, it's, it's, right? Vanguard? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Actually, I think he's in Warzone, so I guess it kind of doesn't matter. It's it's horrible because Levi is a fucking badass. Like, Levi put fucking Batman to shame as far as like grappling from like building to building. Because Levi yeah. takes out this motherfucker takes out goddamn giants. Like, there's no reason why he should be hiding behind a fucking pillar with a goddamn gun and shoot motherfucker. Like, there's no reason why Levi should be in any kind of fucking game that doesn't involve giant fucking titans because levi is the fucking goat like he has giant goddamn gorilla motherfucking monkey guys scared of him <laughs> like crying in their fucking beds <laughs> to keep them from keeping him from killing them but like uh oh yeah because they, they have nightmares about him <laughs> they, they literally have they, they have nightmares about him they literally do but uh, yeah, I'm catching up. On, so I'm catching up on that. I'm also on Attack of Titan. I'm catching up on um, uh, not so, uh, or Demon Slayer. So right now, I think Demon Slayer is the, the most recent episodes are, go, are they're following the Mugen Train. So it's it's kind of fun because I I actually went to the theater to watch the Mugen Train. I think that's like the last movie I saw before the pandemic happened. And the Mugen Train, like it's. It's a really great fucking anime. Like, it's really fucking good. And it's kind of cool to go back and watch it, knowing, like, what the fuck is going to happen. Like, how it leads up to it. <clears throat> but it's, it's really fucking great. But um, I've also been watching... Um, 
Actually, somebody. Oh, sorry, I gotta bring this up. I, I don't want to talk about TikTok a lot, but TikTok has have hooked me onto a lot of shows. Actually, TikTok got me back into um, Demon Slayer, but uh, there's a show called Reset. It's a Chinese uh, movie, or t- not a movie, TV it's series. It's amazing. You're watching about TikTok a- and they recommend you something from China. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> uh, I didn't realize yeah. it. I didn't put that together. They had a really good. Uh, they 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 had a probably a really good uh, Caucasian woman doing the the voice work for it because it was pretty compelling. But no, so it's basically um, it's about a, a girl. So first of all, Chinese subtitles they go a lot faster than Japanese subtitles. Like holy shit! Like it's hard to like read the subtitles. But anyways, uh, it's about a TV show about a girl who's on a bus that explodes and she's like literally repeating that same incident and she's she's working to try to stop the event from happening i mean it sounds like a very typical tv show but like yeah basically it's it's death loop but uh, no she's not she so every time she wakes up she's at a different point in time before the explosion so like she's like she wakes up like three seconds before the explosion happens and next time she wakes up and she it's like when she gets on the bus and then she wakes up where she's like on the bus and she wakes up next to a guy like it's like different times she wakes up so she's like constantly trying to figure out how she can stop shit from happening but like and this i've only saw one episode to be honest sorry to be honest i saw one episode and i'm fucking hooked and it's it's a really good show and what's so crazy it's on youtube it's not oh. on Netflix. It's not on Amazon. It's not on Hulu. Like I, I literally went looking for the show, and like I had to go into the TikTok comments to find out it's on YouTube. So just look up Reset. Um, I think it's it's posted by Yo-Yo or something. I can't think what it's called, but it's so far it's it's really good. It's, it's a lot of it's it's very interesting how it's how it's done, and I I think it's only I think only ep- thirteen episodes, and it kind of wraps up there. But like it's it's a pretty fun show to check out. Right on. Right. <clears throat> so I'm looking. Is this true? Did y'all see this? This Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep about to be free? Yeah, next but that, month? that's from 2013. It's not the the Wonderlands one. Oh, okay. I'm the same thing. Like, I was like, it's what? not the new game. <laughs> it's it's not Xbox fucking the dope shit. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the, the when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, they're, they're finally go the you know Xbox. Uh, yeah, that was what that was called? me right what, now. What is it called? <laughs> The service called? Oh, Game Pass. It's not Xbox oh. Game Pass. It's a it's a game from fucking like seven years ago, more than seven years oh. ago. It's old. Okay, game never mind. From like Borderlands <clears throat> Two. Anyway, I'll keep this nice and short. Um, check what? out one hundred. Right. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta talk about why you're why you look younger. Well, I, sh- I shave my face. Hmm. But I talked about last last episode. You were here. Yeah, you talked about like like two okay, weeks right. ago. Yeah. I, I think you had gotten up. You had got Maybe next week I might might shave the rest. Maybe I don't know. Mm. I have like a a weird psychological thing about like shaving the rest of my face, but maybe mm. I'll, I'll I'll probably get over it. I need to get I need to get over it. That's that's what it is. Next week it's gonna be gone. Oh okay. Fuck it. I just you said heard it. it. You heard happen. it right here. Next week it's gonna be gone. Yeah, because I I can see my, February. My jawline's there, so you know. To me, like covering. Part of my face was for me being fat. Honestly, mm. when I used to be fat, having like a goatee, cover up part of my fucking double chin. But 
that shit probably doesn't exist anymore. I hope. Mm. You'll find out next week. Uh, here we go. <laughs> so, <clears throat> stay anyway. tuned. Um, Seems like time. There's a show on Netflix called 100 Humans. I'll keep it short. Um, it's a it's a really interesting show. There's some bias. There's some stuff that is not the greatest scientific uh, studies, but there is a, a show on uh, bias that is really good, and it's about like racial bias that people don't know that they have. And there's there's like a there's a, a scene where they're having people like come out with guns or cell phones. And like when they show somebody with black with a cell phone or somebody with any other ethnicity with a cell phone um, coming out with a cell phone, the amount of times that the black guy gets shot, it's fucking amazing. But if you're a black guy, it's not amazing. I'm all, that sounded, I'm all, that sounded kind of terrible, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually, the episode made me feel bad because there was like a there was a uh, a new woman. She was a very young lady that did something and she felt fucking she's the only person that felt actually bad about what happened and she was crying i was like please somebody give this fucking chick a hug um but yeah it's it honestly it's it's a it's a decent show on like basic human behavior so if you get a chance it's on netflix check it out um it's called 100 humans um it's not perfect the whole series but that experiment especially was a really good one so check it out other than that, I'm looking forward to uh, getting uh, Rescue Residents uh, up and running. And I'm looking forward to flying out to Ohio with Dan and meeting up with uh, Matt, Becky, and hopefully Joe, too. If he's still there. I, don't, I honestly don't know if he's still in Ohio. I'm pretty sure he is. Mm. Uh, meeting up with all them, hanging out, and then driving all the way back. Um, but I have to use the bathroom now, so that's where I'm going to cut it off. All right. <laughs> Wait. Cut it up and back to the whole the distance between uh, California and Ohio. It's two thousand four. It's two thousand four hundred and something miles. Like it's yeah, but we're we're going to Yucca Valley, so it's like SoCal. So yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's that's just from Ohio to California. It is not what it has, it didn't say what city blah blah blah. But like yeah, it's fucking. If you got paid a dollar for every mile, you can buy. You can pay your rent. For a month in <laughs> California. Well, it's for a studio in mid California. <laughs> mm. All right. Users experience Black and Black Times Infinity. And Infinity. The Dankest Podcast on the internet. Check us out anywhere and everywhere with B then BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere on the internet. And then check out our official uh, website, benhatproductions.com forward slash B then BTI. Email, email us at B then BTI gmail.com. And anywhere you listen to podcasts, just look up where we are. Check us out every Wednesday night, live, 8.30 Pacific time. And we do our live podcast on YouTube. Be a part of the discussion. Join up in the chat, because you can chat with us live every Wednesday. Yes. And we're on Facebook podcast now, too. Sure. <clears throat> Wait, Facebook has a podcast page? Dude, and we're on it, motherfucker. I really have to pick. <laughs> Well, we're saying, it's like I'm not bullshit. Unknown no, 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 no. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> we have to be.